Hey, thanks for clicking on the video. And in this episode of SNTR Gaming, we will be discussing my first impressions of New World. Most of the times these VODs have timestamps for all the different topics that we have, but I'm going to go right into it for you. If you like these kind of videos as well as New World coverage, hit subscribe and the bell button. That way you don't miss these videos. So I played New World for about six hours, got to level 15, and then played a little bit more off stream and got to level 17, even put together a harvesting guide to get your harvesting up very, very quickly because you'll encounter some stuff where that's all of a sudden needing to be at like level 30 and mine was like 14. So I put a lot of time in and I want to give you the good, the bad, and the unknown because we are sort of still in the beginning stages of this game and they have not really outlined much beyond what we've already seen. So let's just start with the good. The graphics, I think, continue to shine very bright for an MMO. Like, if, you, if you've played MMOs before, if you've looked at MMOs, they sometimes don't have the super strongest of graphics. And I actually think the graphics in this game look very nice. You travel some of the different areas, the different sort of biomes and plants and trees and architecture in the towns. I think adds a really, really nice element to the game. You definitely feel as if this is this giant place you can explore. There are places that will look better than others, you know, more drab. Even some places look more ancient. So I really do think that the the graphical you know prowess of the game is in a great spot. Combat, I do think, feels smoother. You guys know I was kind of hard on combat when I first played the beta and the alpha. I talked about combat fluidity and how this game is going to appeal to people who might not be a traditional MMO fan and more of an action-adventure gamer, and they're going to expect that combat to flow a little bit better. I will say, mouse and keyboard seems to be a lot more of a smooth experience at least for me if you want to check out there are guides out there i would recommend ginger prime's guide uh ginger prime has a guide on if you want to use controller and so i i know that that is something some people are looking to do lots of questions swirling around whether or not it'll ever come to console my theory is they'll pull a black desert online and it'll happen sort of like in a year or so now i thought my movement and my server stability was surprisingly smooth I will acknowledge the queue times. I talk about that in the, in, a, in a section following this one where there's some bad stuff going on. And I know that the huge queues on the servers got really annoying. I checked the New World subreddit last night, and that's basically all everybody was doing, either complaining or memeing about the, uh, the server queues. Lastly, in the good section of this video, what's good about the game, I think the questing grind, the sense of progress, uh, your ability to target particular things, whether you want to work on a certain weapon or like when I worked on harvesting, I, I think it's set up in a really, really good way. It really makes it accessible. It's, it's personal to each player. I think it's a very approachable, very satisfying game. I think the content loop pulls you in pretty quickly and actually is very enjoyable. Now, what's bad about the game right now? I will say inside the content loop, there are minor quests or bounties and things that you'll be doing maybe for your faction. And they tend to create very excruciating requirements that on the surface don't seem like they're going to be excruciating. You think, well, I can go kill a couple of wolves and, uh, and you know, carve them up and be done. Well, no, that, that, that's not the case. Sometimes you'll get to an area that everybody's trying to get wolves. There's one wolf 
and the spawn rate's terrible, and there's six people waiting, and only one person gets credit, or only one person gets the pelt, or the skin, or whatever. Now, this is not consistent. There are times where it'll tell you to go kill wolves, and they keep respawning like crazy. That's like a main quest. There's times where it'll tell you, you need to get like a sharp claw, or something, and it will drop a bag next to the wolf as long as you did enough damage. So it's not consistent. There are times where you're like, I can't complete this because there's people around. And then there are other times where you're like, no big deal if there's people around as long as I get enough hits on the enemy. Uh, this happened with a couple of the bosses at the very, very beginning, the very first captain. I felt like it was an absolute joke. The players in my instance actually had to form a line like we're at the a carnival or something. Uh, we formed a line so everybody could take a turn getting credit for killing the captain. And then later I had Overseer Zane. Same problem, a mosh pit of people all waiting for the spawn, hoping to get enough hits. And his spawn rate was terrible. We waited for, for what felt like forever, just standing around. And there was corruption in the room, so you have to be careful you don't get killed by that. I will give you some advice when you're encountering this. Pair up, group up with the people in the area. They should start to catch on. People will start to realize if we're working together, we'll all get credit as long as we do enough damage to the target. So if there's if everybody's sitting around waiting for a spawn of something, start sending those group invites. As soon as you're done, just leave the group. That's pretty much what, uh, what we did with. Now, obviously, server queues on the launch date of a giant MMO is to be expected, okay? But I think it was worth noting that it was very frustrating for the people in the server queues because the number would go down and then it would sit or it would barely move. Uh, There were also people that would finally get through and then they would like edit their character and then they'd get kicked back. So that process I think is worth noting is that was pretty bad experience day one. Obviously, it's a question of like, how do you rank server problems day one for games? You know, one to 10. I mean, this game, I, I would give it a fair score. They didn't do amazing, but those of us that got in, I, I played for like 13 hours yesterday. I just stayed in. That might be a problem, you know, not kicking people that are that are dormant, but they probably didn't want to have the dormancy set too high, given that once you finally get in, man, you need to walk away and make a sandwich or go to the bathroom for Pete's sakes. They don't want to just be kicking people for that reason. Lastly, let's talk about the unknown. For me, there are still a few question marks about this game surrounding it. I think this will largely affect the ongoing coverage on my channels, as well as the ongoing engagement from the player base. First, the content loop is good, but it clearly is going to need some sort of ongoing delivery plan if they want this to be an MMO that anybody's talking about in 60 days. Like, no one's going to be talking about your game or really playing it in great numbers in two months if there's no ongoing plan the player numbers are impressive uh this is one of the reasons we're really diving into the game and trying to cover it and play it it looks like a very very strong game however uh the 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 question has to be asked what's your plan for the ongoing content what am i going to be doing in two months there's not enough here for true mmo players to, to survive more than about a month. Now, the rest of us that play a little bit more casual, a little bit more mid lane, it'll take us, you know, 60 days, maybe 90 days to feel that sense of, okay, I'm done now. What's beyond that? That remains to be seen. That's why it's considered an unknown for me. Second, Endgame related to both the ongoing content that I just talked about, but as well as the PvP focus is something I want to see more fleshed out. 
too much PvP focus, I think, could really, really drive the mid lane or the more casual players away. And I know PvP was a big piece of the marketing for this game, but... I really, really think they have a massive gold mine already. I think there are tons of players that are more casual, that are more in the mid lane, and man, oh man, that's a cash cow. That's a lot of players supporting the game, playing the game, possibly doing microtransactions, and you don't want to drive those players away. If PvP turns into nothing more than a grief central, if servers get too slanted toward one faction and it feels hopeless, and your, you know, your color on the map is nowhere to be seen, People might start to feel that PvP has cannibalized the game, and it can. PvP could very easily cannibalize this game and run everybody off, and you'd be left with a very loyal and I would probably think pretty bored group of people. Because if you take away the tension of the map and the battles and the big and the big war fights and stuff, the 50 versus 50, if you take that away, you're likely to have a lot of bored people at the end, and you're gonna lose all those casuals. If you like this little opener to the stream, I'm going right into the stream from that. If you're watching this as a VOD, okay, click subscribe, click the bell button so you can be here for these conversations. If you're in the live audience, good morning, good afternoon, and good evening. Thank you guys so much for being here. We greatly appreciate the support of the stream. Smash like. We don't have our first 100 likes yet, but we have a really strong start. A lot of you are here. If you're interested, you can use the question command or uh, the highlight command and have your comment featured up on uh, up on the screen here and we are going to be in this scene periodically throughout the day we want to give you the opportunity to see all of the important information if you're looking for all of our information like what server am i on what faction did we choose what's the name of the company uh that is all up there for you we're trying to look very professional and yes the new disc plates are dope that's two of many that i had sent to me and we'll be rotating those throughout the week be sure to use the display command that does support me uh, i am wearing a shirt that uh a lot of you probably are less familiar with unless you really really watched a lot of uh television in the 90s i'm actually going to update the command to the 90s collection the 90s tv show collection uh this uh we'll give we'll give a prize well i don't really have a prize but i'll 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 pat somebody on the back the first person to uh to tell me what this shirt is from uh (laughs) those of you that are old enough or uh or uh you know cultured enough to know what this is from good luck getting on eden server had a cute time of 5k last night yeah i saw your comment i that that can't be a continued thing i would think right yeah seinfeld there you go there you go that can't be a continued thing i would i would think not um there's no way uh in my mind um that that's going to be a continued problem now obviously Obviously, I'm gonna try to, uh, to to get in a little bit early, right? I'm not dating myself. Nice try, Teddy. You chose the purple faction. We chose the purple faction for a couple of reasons. Number one, green uh, seems to have a natural bent toward the. Uh, it has a natural bent toward PvP, and we went to a server where there was a lot of other content creators and stuff. And they were going to be doing purple, so we chose purple. You know, I know, I know, we're we're very anti-purple here, um, but 
raise the cap from 2000 oh on the servers yeah I mean I don't know uh, they're probably doing what they think is best I mean at this point with the scalability and the and the growth and everything else what's good feed I see you in the chat uh, there's barely any queue on our server right now says Demetrius yeah I didn't think that was gonna last now I played um, according to Steam I was logged in and played for 13.9 hours almost 14 hours I was able to stay logged in and play yesterday and I uploaded a video last night um, it didn't I was I thought that thing was gonna take off it might take off sometimes it takes a, a day or so and all of a sudden a video like that explodes but um, the, the the guide on how to on how to get your harvesting up, um, the veggie burrito back in the day at Moe's. What? Importer exporter. Also the veggie. Are you are you meaning to talk here? What what are you talking about? Did you see Avengers is coming to Game Pass? Yeah, I saw that. Yes, yes, yes. I saw the video. And it was like this dude's in into the game. Yeah, so. I was working on the main quest line in New World, and all of a sudden it was like, go get these things. And I was like, the frick? So I looked up where to find them. And it was like, they're in this part of the map, and they're usually near water or like a waterfall. And I'm like, okay, no worries. So I spend all this time, uh, you know, get, getting getting to where they are, and then it's like, oh, you can't, you can't get them, you need level 30. I was like, what? It felt so out of place. I was like, I'm barely in the game. How am I going to have a harvesting at level 30? Your herbs guide got me to harvesting 27 in an hour. That area is great. Now, obviously, it's going to get popular, so you're going to have to really try to spread out if there's people there, because the respawn rate's pretty good. But the worst thing you can do is get close to somebody. Like, just separate. Like, find your own little spot and, like, grab, grab, grab. Um... Only 41 in the Eden queue today. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Well, I'll give myself probably a good hour before and and in the event that it goes up throughout the morning, because it probably will. That's still a little too hot. Most Southwest Southwest Girl in Carolina's named it Burritos. That was one of the names. Oh, 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 the shirt, the shirt. Right, Art Vandalay, that's right. At Moe's, at Moe's. I was like, what are you talking... That was so out of nowhere. I was like, what are you talking about? You like the scrolling top bar? It's nice, isn't it? We're going to start using that for our topics, we think. That's just good right now for you guys to know the pertinent information uh, of where we will be. And we're a little zoomed out in the scene. We think it looks nice, right? We think it looks nice. I'm going to log in now and just stay in. Yeah, we really want to get people in the in the company... We named the company Rageous Roast Coffee. We thought that would be funny um, to name it that, so you guys, you know, you guys can join that and uh, and find that in the server. Uh, if you're new and haven't hit subscribe yet, be sure to do that. And uh, if you have not done a membership now, uh, we are continuing to have the memberships go up here. We're in like the 300s. We'd love to see four or 500s, but most people seem to be keeping their memberships on presents, and that is totally fine. Thank you for that. It didn't drop too too much. We're in like the mid-600s over there, and we don't want that to drop much lower than that. Um, So yeah, I got a bunch of new disc plates to cycle in. The Halo one, obviously. The Hulk one, I I had to grab that. That's similar to the Spider-Man one that I already have. Um, So, I'm excited to see you chop up this game. 
Right, so what I'm dealing with now in the game, what I feel like we're going to run into or hit, I feel like I'm hitting a bit of a leveling wall. Um, I felt that the main... I was using currency to fast travel, and the main quests were giving me, you know, anywhere from 1,500 to 2,000 XP. Uh, So I was doing my absolute best to get in and, and, and do those. How do I join the company? Do I have to get an invite? I'm not... I don't think you can just join it. Demetrius may be able to oversee that throughout the day if he's in. He is our console. Um... There's a leveling wall between 18 and 20. Okay, I was like, what is happening? Like, I hit 17, and it was like, it's super, super slowed down. So we can, Demetrius is the console of the company, so when I'm not playing, he can handle it. Even while I'm playing, he can handle it. You, I think you probably just have to give him your name, your username. And for now, Demetrius, do me a favor. Let's keep it to either members or people that we know, okay? For now. For now, we only have a hundred, okay? We only have a hundred, so try to confirm their username in YouTube chat, okay? I, I don't want it flooded with a bunch of drive-by people we've never met. That'd be counterproductive. Um, so let's try, uh, you might want to promote more people in the company to send more invites than one person. Yeah, for now, for now, we'll have Demetrius do it, but then when we get folks like Sven and others in there that we trust, I'll start promoting more people Demetrius is usually here during the day. Sven is usually here during the day. Um, So keep it to subs and members. For now, yes, please. And if it's a sub and not a member, let's just make sure it's somebody that we recognize. There there are plenty of people here that as soon as we see their name, we know them. We're like, oh, we know you. Like, as long as that's the case, um, I'm not going to be super strict about it. Uh, leveling and what's the end game stuff like that's going to be what determines if I buy this can I just play as a blacksmith and be fine is there room for specialized roles there there is Teddy in a company so what you would do in a company is you would focus purely on that and then you would work with somebody who's really good at harvesting and then they would harvest all of your ore. Or maybe if you want to be a blacksmith, you would level both. You would level both your 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 harvesting as well as your I, I guess you would call it smithing. I don't know what they call it. I don't know the exact word they use. So then you could make just a constant flow of weapons. You could make them and give them to your company. You could make them and sell them in the trading house. Um I was looking at some of the support healing builds last night, just out of curiosity. They look fun. I, I think we, we may be able to make um, a vacation home here. A vacation home here. I, I don't think we're going to turn into a New World channel, but we could certainly cover it well and create like a really, really great place for people to play and get stuff accomplished. And anytime they update the game, we'll dive in and like chop it up and and analyze everything so for the foreseeable future we got to put a you know for the foreseeable week at least this week we've got to put the time in i've got to play i've got to cover it we've got to discuss it so hopefully the daily you know audience turnout and the community uh is okay with that i know it's a bit of a departure from the normal talk show but we can still have our talk show in the morning (laughs) excuse me which we're doing right now um now how am I going to get the questions in this scene? Is the location of that the same? Is it okay? The lo- this is in the same spot. So what I need to do is just just bear with me a second. This is going to look really bad. Um, we need the back piece 
first, and then we come here, and then we'll paste it. Uh, and then... Oh, wait, that's not gonna work. Um, hang on a minute, hang on a minute. I know what to do, I know what to do. Oh gosh, there's an undo button. That's freaking scary. Um... For now, for now, I'm not gonna pull questions up. It's gonna be it's gonna be too distracting. I can go to this scene to show the question. The question. We'll just we'll just zoom in for the question, and then I'll zoom back out. Okay. We have a couple that are uh, that are getting uh, submitted. So, Silent Warrior. We've already answered the, uh, this question. Oops, hang on a minute. We've already answered this question from Silent Warrior. Um, you know, how do we join the company? I tried to join, didn't give him the option. We're going to be using Demetrius in chat. Thank you, Demetrius, for doing that. And then Robert Jones says, have you tried PvP yet? What's your opinion of it? Here's my thoughts on PvP, okay? I don't really want to do it unless I feel I have to. I know you get more currency. I know you get more XP when you flag for PvP and you grab those faction quests, Okay. But the danger for me is you can throw a bunch of time away because all it takes is somebody to find you, see you, and kill you, right? Does Rageous Rose Company use Vandalay Industries? That's right. That's right. We, we use Vandalay Industries. That's exactly right. If you guys like my shirt or you want to order some Rageous Rose coffee, you can use the shirt command, the coffee command. We got new disc plates. We use the disc plate command. Be sure if you ever order disc plates to use my link in the description below or with the command, depending on if you're watching the VOD. I think if you play with some friends, flagging for PvP is good. <coughs> <clears throat> if you're playing solo, do not flag up. Well, and that is why that is why I haven't flagged for PvP yet. You do get more XP and more everything when you flag for PvP and grab those things, right? Yo, George with the renewal and a blue joystick. There you go. Welcome back, dude. Thanks for keeping your uh, membership here. You don't want to play PvP? Isn't that the whole point of this game? No, it's not the whole point of the game. There are uh, there are a ton of things you can do that would never have you playing PvP. You could be you can become a farmer. You can supply your faction or your company with uh, food, medicine, uh, like heal you know healing stuff. You could become a smith. You could make sure they always have plenty of ore or plenty of materials or plenty of weapons or plenty of armor. Um, you can just be like a very, very successful businessman and flood your, your, uh, faction, your company with money so that they are more better equipped to overtake the map. PVP is a huge aspect of this game, but you can, you could largely never step a single foot in it and be totally fine. Um, that used to be the point. They totally redid the entire game because pure PVP was very niche. Right, like you, I don't think. And listen, we we we. Can, let, I, I actually let's do a poll. Let's do a poll right now. If you were to play New World, where would you lean? All right, let's do a poll right now. PVE, uh, oops, and uh, PVP. All right, if if you were to play New World, even let's say you're not playing, just imagine if you did. If you were to play New World, where would you lean? You can play both. I'm just asking, where would you lean? What, you know, PvE or PvP? All that is done, though, to support the PvP, right? 
it can be to support the pvp but it could also be just to support your your company or your buddies like let's say you and your buddies just like running dungeons maybe they launch some end game content or something or a new dungeon comes out and you want to support your buddies maybe your buddies can't do it yet you're like oh i'll get you some loot i'll get you some gear or whatever like what he did for me yesterday he just put some money in the thing and i was able to get my iron up right and so if if you're going to uh your fan base is pve focused though the poll is going to be super tilted do you think that i did did i say it was going to be a scientific discovery don't get your pv panties in a bunch we're just (laughs) i'm just asking the audience that is here what they would lean towards since we're telling people if they're playing to join up and and play and have fun you guys are acting like i said we're going to hand this over to guinness as a scientific finding we're just asking the live audience that potentially is going to join where are they gonna lean you know what i'm saying i like that that was pretty quick on the fly right pv panties i thought that was pretty good um yeah (laughs) settle down settle down i'm just asking the audience you know where are you gonna where are you gonna where are you gonna slay and listen part of the reason i'm asking right part of the reason i'm asking is there are plenty of people not even playing but think about mmos they think about rpgs and they'd be like yeah i would i would I would rock some PvE, you know? I would rock some PvE. That doesn't that doesn't mean that PvP is bad, but hear hear me out on this, alright? Hear me out on the on the PvP thing, alright? Everybody's very entertained by PvP. <laughs> anyway. Hear me hear me out on this. I think PvP is a super super. It's a short road if that's all you've got. Okay, if that's all you've got, it's a short road. You need more than that. Okay, because somebody was like, isn't every I think it was Eugene. Isn't everything you just outlined you helping the guys do PVP? Yes. However, all of my efforts to do that are not PVP. I get to play. I get to grind. I get to I get to get resources. I have a sense of progress. I have a sense of like I belong and I'm helping this faction thing. So what you're doing is is you're creating a more interwoven structure of the game think of it like this if you're going to weave together a tapestry and you want it to be strong the more threads it has the stronger it is why well that's just basic science but i also think the same can apply to a user base all right if you have a user base that is almost entirely pvp minded I think that's a short road, especially in an MMO. I think eventually folks are like, we've completely dominated this server, or this server is too slanted, we don't stand a chance, or I'm bored, what is there left to do? You have to have an interwoven structure to the game because there's so many different types of players. You want the PvE guys in there keeping things going. You want them you know, making blankets and providing you with charcoal and generating money and then the pve guys they want the pvp guys in there winning the battles and defending the land that what that does is that makes your game a whole lot stronger because you have multiple threads of personalities player habits player preferences all woven into one 
if it if it turns into a purely PvP game, which apparently that was where did where did you read that? Someone in chat says it was originally going to be purely PvP, and uh, it was gonna it was gonna it was gonna they were that's what they were gonna do. If you don't do the PVE, you're gonna struggle when you PvP, right? All I'm saying is if the end game is essentially area control for factions or companies, then everything leading up to that at its core is PvP, even out farming the other side is PvP. But it's not if I'm not doing player versus player. I don't have to flag and worry about getting killed. I'm just helping you out. Do you know what I'm saying? That, like, at its core, you, you would never say that, like, the you know the guy the the guy that brings all the sneakers out for the basketball team at his core he's playing basketball no he's not he's making sure their sneakers are clean and ready to go he's making sure their jerseys are nice and ready to go he's not playing basketball he is a integral part of the team going out on the court but he's not playing basketball do you see like He's a part of the industry of basketball. He's a part of the organization that's going out there on the court. But he's not playing basketball. I'm not doing PvP when I'm grinding with my buddies for an entire weekend to beat some dungeons, to level up, to get better loot, to to do another dungeon. And then a couple of them want to go PvP and I help them get stronger, right? Like... I don't, you know what I mean? I don't think so. What do you got here, Teddy? Is this the PvP thing? The evolution of New World's PvP. So you're, so basically, are you saying that, can you give me, give me the too long didn't read here, Teddy, that there was out of their initial plan to make a purely PvP game? Originally, outposts were the only safe zones. So the world was just going to be constantly in a state of PvP. Right. That's right. Should have changed your guild name to the Water Boys then? I mean, I, I know that you think typing that creates some hierarchy where you're like here and we're down here, but I'm in the chair and you're not. So who really is in a position of power right now? Like, I know you're trying to flex, but it's it's kind of like when I tell my kids to flex their muscles. I'm like, oh, it's so strong. Like, ooh, you're, you're so strong right now. Jake, where guilds build their bases out in the world, the initial game was full loot PvP game. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the point that I'm making is not that there's something wrong with PvP. The point that I'm making is that if that is the, the only thing going on in your game, it's a short road. You know what I mean? It was like, it, they, they, they don't think it's going to last. As the thousands of subs you lost, who has the power? See, strength is not about power in the moment. Strength is about resilience and going on. So I'm I'm still standing, and you're just trolling in a YouTube chat. Who who's who's really who's really strong right now? Really? What? How many alts do you have? You know what I mean? Coming in here like a coward. Really? I'm still standing, brother. You're about to get kicked to the curb like trash, so... Have we really achieved anything today? Have you achieved anything with your life? I'm just trolling. Oh, no! The fear! Guys, the fear got to him. I'm sorry, but, um... 
cowardice cowardice is something that I don't respect you know go go watch some of the some of the people on purple that uh, that lied there you'll fit in well with them they're cowards just like you <laughs> you mentioned PVE once I don't think he liked the PV panties thing I think that got him pretty upset you know what I'm saying like Wheezy's a grown man Wheezy took it in stride and is just kept on commenting that guy got offended <laughs> it took him like five minutes to compose himself and then he he came back in and started taking shots. <laughs> uh, it's funny that like he thought he was going to bring that up and that was really going to rattle my cage. Brother, <laughs> if you think you can rattle this cage, this cage is in a constant state of earthquake. You can't rattle what's already rattling, brother. <laughs> you can't rattle what's already rattling. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Excuse me. Just wondering how long you had that ready. I literally just threw it out there. I'm, I'm not kidding you. That was the first time I ever said it. You know what I mean? I'm used to PvP players getting shots here. I've been here for years. I'm not even taking shots. I'm saying from a logistical, long-term plan. Okay? And you know this is true, Weez. You watch player numbers just like I do. Okay? PvP numbers are the quickest to drop. Why? Because you have to be incredibly creative with incentives and motivations to keep those people going. Because if not, they're cannibals. They will eat. They will consume. They'll do it a little bit more. They will gorge themselves. And then it's like, they just throw it over their shoulder. They're like, what's the point, right? This is not abnormal in any PvP game. This is not a slam. This is a diagnosis of the content. The content lacks the depth and the substance to keep those people coming back, okay? The longest you probably ever spent in a PvP game was a game that created an ongoing reason to play or maybe there was nothing else to play at the time, right? So, if you're going to apply that to to an MMO, okay, to an MMO, an an MMO where where you're you're supposed to be basically logging in day-to-day, week-to-week, month-to-month, and these are are meant to be your your people that keep coming back, that keep logging in, okay? I think PvP is a short road, because eventually you don't have the meat and the substance and the replayability that you do when you create an ongoing endgame. Maybe you have a new area of the world. Maybe you've got new dungeons. Maybe you've got raids. Maybe you've got whatever. New loot structure, right? If you if you look at, you know, Diablo 3 and then you look at other ongoing PvP games, they're mimicking each other in, in very, very clear ways. It's actually quite funny how much there's a mimic between the seasons and the challenges in the sense of, like, come back in and play in a game like Diablo 3 and in a game like, you know, Warzone or Fortnite, right? That's how they get you to come back. You know, come back. And, and, they'll do double XP weekends, they'll do updates to the map, they'll do new weapons, because if not, you're like, what's the point? Okay? This is what ends up happening, I think, with most PvP games. You just hit equilibrium of satisfaction 
well, I've played enough, I've won enough, I've lost enough, I, you know, whatever the case may be, and you're like, I've seen and I've heard this. It's just one arena slightly larger than another, or one game mode slightly different than another, or whatever. And then you put it down. What happened to Outriders? Outriders was was literally meant to be a one-and-done game, right? What about Counter-Strike or Valorant or Rainbow Six Siege? Now, Counter-Strike is like the cockroach of shooters, okay? And then you got Valorant and then you got Siege. Valorant made really good decisions with ranked and unranked. We've talked about that before, how one of the only ways you'll get your players to continue playing is with good ranked and unranked. You gotta have incentives. You also have to have a sense of seriousness about the game, I think. So, if you're going to, you know, have uh, esports potential. Rainbow Six Siege, and I, Rainbow Six Siege kind of came back from the ashes, and I've not paid enough attention to know or how to diagnose why that game is doing so well. I would think long-standing franchise, it's competitive, streamers like to play it, there's orgs around it. Are they doing seasonal format? I would assume that they are. Um, And I think that's one of the reasons that Valorant took off in the early stages was because they very quickly said ranked and unranked. It's also a Riot game, right? That'd be like looking at Overwatch. I was like, why is Overwatch so popular? Well, I mean, you got Blizzard backing it. They did ranked and unranked. Now, Blizzard's, Blizzard's obviously got its own problems, but you've got to have a way to bring people back if because pvp is a short road if you don't have a way to bring people back right if valorant wouldn't have done ranked and unranked if if warzone and fortnite weren't doing seasons they, your player base numbers would have just slowly dwindled like I, there, there's i don't think there's really a way to dispute that I, I i don't i think anybody that that plays those games would tell you yeah, I mean, if I if I went 18 months without an update, I wouldn't touch this game. If I went six months without an update, I wouldn't touch this game, right? CSGO is basically the same for five plus years. I just think you, exceptions to the rule prove the rule, though, Wheezy. If you have a handful of games that, especially one as long going as CSGO, how many games have suffered the fate that I'm describing? M- way more than there are of C- How many CSGOs are there in the world? One. How many PvP games have come up risen and died come up risen and died player base is just gone how many plenty right the, the the list is too long to even bother doing the exception to the rule proves the rule that's like saying most people that try to jump over this gap break their leg and you're like well that guy didn't okay that this gap is still treacherous <laughs> that guy didn't Okay, ask the ask the ten people behind him on crutches. Okay, is this is this gap treacherous? Yes, it is. Look at these guys, right? Can I join your company? Yeah, you can join. You can join. As long as I'm familiar with you, I'll give you the green light. Demetrius will get you in there. You just need to put your like username in chat, and he'll send you an invite. Lawbreakers was crap before it launched. Everyone sniffed that out. But but there are plenty of games that have done this. They, they Even big-name titles, they did it with their own games. 
like Battlefield and Call of Duty did it with their own games. They just stop updating it, right? <laughs> they just stop updating it. And then the player base numbers go down. Like, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, the, the idea that this is the premise that you're not saying out loud, but this is the premise. PvP games just kind of naturally continue on on their own. And that's just not true. PvP is not a magic spell that you wave over a game and then it just automatically lasts forever. My entire premise from the beginning of this is as it is all by itself, PvP as a concept is a short road dot 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 without an ongoing incentive and reason to come back and play. Right? Like if you don't give people a reason to come back and play, it ain't going to work. Which is exactly why you, you, you cannot look at New World and be like, oh, all it needs is PvP. PvP is its endgame. Yeah, we're on Eden, correct. And it's like, that's, that's, that's a short road for an MMO. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? You're gonna, okay, so you're going to conquer the map. And you're going to win. What if your entire server gets turned to your color? The whole server is green. What are you going to do? Right? What's the, what's next? We, we, no one's challenging you. If they don't set this up right, one server could get completely dominated by one color. How boring would that be? No one's challenging you. No one's trying to fight for your land. And then what? You just get fat with wealth? Reset the server? Right. Like I get that, like that's like prestiging in Call of Duty. Like we're just running and running all over again. I think the scalability of PvP is going to be a challenge for New World. Because what do they do? What do they do in Warzone? What do they do in Valorant? What do they what do they do? It's a new season, it's a new rank, everything gets reset. You're you're on that grind again, right? You're getting those unlocks, you're getting the prestige, you're getting the credit, you're getting the sense of achievement. A lot of streamers were saying that. Don't take the whole map or the server will die. Just you watch. Just you watch. I'm telling you right now. I know Wheezy says, you know, PvP players get a lot of flack. I give them what I think is a just just amount of flack. They are cannibalistic. They will absolutely cannibalize the game and laugh as the world burns. And then they'll be like, poking the server with a stick go on do something you burn it to the ground no there's not what do you mean there's nothing happening you ran everybody off and here's the thing that's what they're supposed to do i'm not gonna fault them if they do that this is one of the pitfalls every game has pitfalls don't pretend that this game doesn't have pitfalls and potential weaknesses because boy oh boy it does and this is one of them you're motivating people to take over a map and if they're really good at it, it's going to really motivate people to leave. I'm like, I don't, why would I play? Whole map's green. I'm out of here. I guess I'll go start over somewhere else. My friend says he's on a server and it's all purple. I'll go over there. Love the shirt of choice today. Thank you. This is another one from 80s tees. This is a 90s tees. So today's shirt command will take you to the 90s collection. What you're talking about happened in WoW uh, and Guild Wars 2. It made the game mode absolute bore to play. 
I can't think of any games that have been able to balance PvE or PvP in one system. I bounced from Fallout 76 the first time my house got blown up. <laughs> uh, Demetrius, if you are here, we have a couple requests in chat for company. Oh, he's here. He got you. There we go. Guys, we're on the North, uh, North American East server. We're on Eden. We are Syndicate. And the name of the company is Rageous Roast Coffee Company. And uh, Demetrius is our console. And I will make Sven console today as well. So we have a couple of people that can get people in. Um, so, and, and you have to understand what I'm saying. So think of it this way. Think of it this way. Have you ever watched a, uh, a nature special? on on um, there was the really good one this is a great analogy this is so good I'm, I'm thrilled that this just came to me okay I love when a good analogy comes to my mind do you remember when the apex predator video came out and no it was not about me uh, <laughs> I was on the nose the apex predator came the video came out and these wolves had returned to Yellowstone, okay? And the presence of an apex predator brought balance to that ecosystem and it changed the bends and the strength of the river because the grass wasn't getting overconsumed by the deer and the root systems and the ground strengthened. The banks in the river changed. The actual flow of the river was affected by the presence of an apex predator. So you got apex predator coming into the picture, wolves, you got deer, plant life is then affected, riverbed is affected, a healthier river means healthier plant life next to the river, means healthier probably fish and other things in the river. Anything near that river is affected by the wolves coming in. Everything. Some animal, some beaver, eight miles downriver had his entire life changed because wolves came to town. Do you understand? So, the power of PvP and PvP players is just like that. They can come in and they can bring balance to an ecosystem. What? How? I'll tell you. In a game like New World they can be the driving force that says you need to do this you need to do that we're going to get attacked there's other pvp players here and they're not purple they're green or they're orange or whatever okay so the presence of pvp players can create that impetus and that balance and that need to go and do and suddenly you have purpose with your cabbage farm okay However, just like any ecosystem, it's super, super delicate. Those wolves could overbreed and then overeat and then they die because there's not enough and then disease and their corpses are lying around and then the everything's overgrown, right? That ecosystem could have gotten completely thrown out of whack if too many wolves came in or what if wolves came in and they allowed a culling and they allowed like hunters to come in and 
kill off deer and you overcorrect that to me is the risk in new world right because you could boot up your server in two weeks and be like what the frick is the point here right he's calling pve players the bambies of the world no, the PVE players could be the grass on the river the riverbank. They could be the beaver that's building the dam. They could be uh, all who knows. They could be the army of insects that are able to move in uh, that that comb over and I don't know, get rid of get rid of uh, dead dead like corpses, you know what I'm saying? So they consume them and then oh, because there's dead deer carcasses, you know, vultures can come in and feed on them and then they're healthy and then that keeps disease, you know, from spreading cuz the, the carcasses are being consumed. There's all sorts of things in an ecosystem keeping things in balance. It's not as simple as like well, the PvE players are the deer, and then the PvP guys just come in and eat them. No. No. The wolves came in and brought a presence, and their presence changed the ecosystem for the better. But as we all know, apex predators can completely ruin an ecosystem if you're not careful. Like, I don't know, human beings. <laughs> we have ruined many ecosystems because <laughs> we're just we're good at knocking stuff down you know well let's build a mini mall here and just, just level it you know chop all the trees down and uh, all these poor animals you know try to get away and probably don't we're we're an apex predator and we jack up every ecosystem we touch so I think it's delicate. I really, really think it's delicate. And most of what I've been getting at, most of what I've been getting at is that this could literally go way off kilter and be like, no one wants to play now, right? No one wants to play now. It could go way off kilter. Give me one second. Alright, I'm back. Yeah, so I think I think people hear my my concern, my worry, you know, they, they hear me say things about PvP players, and they think I'm like anti PvP. I obviously have my own my own proclivities and propensities in my gameplay, like what am I gonna go play and what am I gonna go do? And and, and it's it's it, it is, it is very much not pvp oriented but i'm not like anti-pvp goodness gracious i was trying to get into shout casting like i love pvp i love watching i love the spectacle i love the i love the the sense of competition it's very enjoyable you know what i mean it's very enjoyable but it's dangerous it's like any resource any resource if you get too much of it it uh is dangerous water is one of the greatest resources in the world and it's also one of the most destructive forces in the world too much of it and your house is ruined you know your basement the the found you know you can have a your your load-bearing wall can have all the wood get rotted and then the whole house is done right 
fire can refine gold and make glass and it can burn your house down you know what i mean like too much of a resource too much of anything can pose a significant threat to whatever it touches and pvp players are a force i mean they they will telling you right now they will if you let them they will destroy your game and a lot of times it's not even their fault it's not their fault right it would be like taking you know a bunch of fifth graders and putting them on the playground with a bunch of third graders and wondering why well the fifth graders got bored and started kind of picking on the littler kids they'd play dodgeball or they'd play you know foursquare or they'd play you know basketball and they're making it really unenjoyable for the third graders and you know what i would say it's not really their fault did you give them anything to do they're fifth graders did you give them their own area did you give them their old place no well it will descend into this it's like gravity that's what they're gonna do they're gonna be like well i'm bored let's pick on the little guys that's what pvp players will do if you don't give them an adequate playground they will just start to cannibalize your game they'll get bored they'll just stack and stomp they'll go for montages they will smurf they will exploit they will do everything they can to just get more little ding ding little numbers on the board i it's not and you i i would never fault them for that like you like to play pvp that developer basically gave you like nothing to do so it descends into madness you know here's what i foresee someone dominates a map because they play the game as intended and the factions are moaning because it's full of people who refuse to engage with a portion of the game There, there, there is an element of this that I think is that is that's challenging, Eugene. It's like if you do the Syndicate faction and you're heavily weighted with PVE players, and then Green is heavily weighted with PvP. Okay, the dilemma is that well, now I'm supposed to go and do stuff that I really didn't want to do. Flip that around, Eugene. Like, what if you're a PvP player and you're in a faction and a bunch of stuff needs done for uh, for PVE, and like you don't want to do it, you don't want to help do it. Like that's how it would feel for a PVE player to be like, I I, I don't want to do the big battles. That's not why I bought the game, you know. And you can't wag your finger in their face and be like, yes, but it's ca- it's it's foundational to the game. N- no, it's not. No, it's not. They've sold this game on come and do whatever you want. They've given you a buffet of options of, of things to focus on. Like, you know what I mean? I'm a PvP player, but I'll do the PvE stuff. That's the main difference. Well, but Wheezy, yo, it's good, cat. You know there's plenty of people that would not have your attitude. Come on. You've played with these guys. There's plenty that would be like, I ain't doing that crap. You know what I mean? PvP players will do it because it helps them PvP. Well, then that's the incentive tension you have to create. 
if it's gonna help you play PvP, then you'll go do it. Then you have to give me an incentive, which I think I think they do this. I do. I feel the pull. I look at the faction rewards and I'm like, that's a lot more currency. That's a lot more XP. I might grab these missions and flag for PvP dead gum and it might be worth it. And then I walk out there and I see everybody and I'm like, yeah, no. I'm not going to make it 20 feet. I'm going to get griefed. They're just going to they're just going to follow me and they're going to cut me down in a field. You know what I mean? Um PVP players will do PVE a million times out of a million cuz there's gear everywhere. So right, there is a more I think there's a more natural incentive tension to say you go do this, you'll get stuff for PVP, right? Um this is awful today. I don't know what happened. The shake is just... I can't bring myself to drink anymore. You might complain the whole time, but it's getting done. <laughs> right, right, right. You may have responded, but does the story develop any? I stopped at level 12 yesterday, and it seemed like so many fetch quests. Obviously, lots of good stuff, but curious if it's just more fetching. Homie, it's an MMO. You're going to go talk to an old man, and that old man's going to send you on a quest. Like, that's it. Well, I don't know what... I don't know what you expect. (laughs) You're going to walk into a town, and somebody's going to be like, Hey there, we need something done. And then they're going to hand you a quest. Like, that's going to be your... No, I don't know what it is. I don't know. Something's off. Probably just want to drink my coffee. You know? Someone snitched some Adam. No, it's fine. She might have run out of something, or I don't know. She might have been in a hurry. It could just be me. Some mornings, I'm just like, Ugh, I just can't bring myself to drink it. It's a texture thing. I got some chunks of something this last time I took a drink, and when that happens, I'm kind of done. I'm like, oh, I don't know. Like When someone makes me a smoothie, and there's like a chunk of fruit that, that comes through the straw... Some people think that's like the greatest thing ever, and I'm like, that's just disgusting. No thanks. You know? None of the animation cancels have been nerfed. Berserk's duration was slightly changed, which technically needs uh, nerfs my speed. I think you meant to put nerfs my speed. But I'm zooming between uh, the rapier and the hatchet. (sighs) Question is fine. Anyone who's played Final Fantasy, that's also an MMO. There's lots of story around all the questing that's all well i mean i yeah i i'm I'm not saying the story doesn't develop you definitely go and find stuff and read stuff but i will tell you this okay i will tell you this i was working on the main quest line last night and one of my frustrations was like you go into a room and you're supposed to like read a journal entry or whatever and the enemies are spawning so often that you can't read it you can't read it you go up and the guy that you just killed just just respawned so like you don't even get to enjoy it if if you care now you guys know me (laughs) i don't read in video games too often to my peril i do not read in video games and so i didn't care but i was like man i'd be kind of frustrated if i was like a lore guy or a story guy now you can go back and read it later 
but it's not quite the same. You go all the way to this mysterious stone building and you climb up eight flights of stairs and there's like these little notes you're reading along the way. You want to read them there, you know? It's not the same. But like, well, you can read it later. What do you mean I can read it later, you know? They, they, there's And there's not much they can do. There's not much for it, right? There's not much for it because... They, they, they're struggling right now with a couple of things. They're struggling with how often should these enemies respawn, okay? Because there are plenty of people that are going to need to come here and kill this boss, right? And if that were to happen, and you get there, and they have like the spawn timer set so people can like enjoy the area or the lore... Well, that's not going to work. That's not going to work. Because you're going to have people that are like, I, I'm standing here waiting for the boss. Like what happened with, um, when I was playing yesterday, Overseer Zane just wouldn't spawn, right? You know what I mean? Hey guys, this company's going to attack us with 50 people next week. We need to mount a defense. Or your PvE experience will go to crap if I'm understanding the game correctly. Like, you don't want to flag while killing a boar in the woods. Go for it. But when the company versus company and faction versus faction stuff starts, the territory stuff starts, you better be helping in some way. Right. We can only come up with 20. Why? Because half our company is PvE only. Yeah, but you see, this is the debate. This is so similar to the debate with pirates, with uh, with, with Sea of Thieves, right? I, there, th- This idea, like this, this, this to me is a foolhardy idea, okay? Making a game that's a hybrid, I think at its heart is kind of foolhardy do you want to know why because most people just want to play one side of the game right well I'll play the PvE because it'll give me better loot well you're doing it begrudgingly then you're not like doing it with love and mirth in your heart like I love these missions no you're probably grumbling the whole dadgum time and wishing fury on the developers for making you do this making us do this don't sit here and frickin' tell me that PvP players are delighted to go play PvE for good loot. No, they do it begrudgingly. What's good, Atwood? Why are, we, why are people trying to make it what it's not? No, I'm calling it what it is. It's a hybrid. Are you going to sit here and act like a ton of the game isn't PvE, Eugene? I literally go up to my faction, and he's got three bounties. PVE, three bounties, PVP. Come on, what what do you mean? I'm not trying to make the game something that it's not. A massive amount, a massive amount of the game is PVE. Do you know what I'm saying? Only 100 people on a server of 2,000 need to PVP. Uh, You never need to PVP. Yeah, the hope would be, Eugene, that out of 2,000 people on a server, you could scrape together 100 people. You know what I'm saying? You would think there's there's never going to be a shortage. Like, the odds of, of an entire 
server being like, no, we're PvE guys. Like, I just don't think so. Aren't most people interested in both? Yeah, we lean one way, but not exclusively. I'm telling you right now, they changed their entire format of this game because PvP-only people and PvE-only people exist. How can this community not see that? Don't make me... Do not make me talk about that other game to prove my point. You know I'm right. Gamers largely lean in one direction. They just do. What? What's their... It's... It's just the way people are wired. Like, that's just the way I'm wired. I don't really like PvP. I got kind of burned out on PvP. I played Call of Duty for 10 years. I love shoutcasting. I love talking about PvP and commentating. I don't want to freaking play. No. I just want to grind. I just want to do looties and shooties. And I got news for you. There's a ton of freaking people like me out there in the world. A lot of people. They just want to prop their feet when they get home from work and not deal with zit-faced Johnny griefing and bagging him because he played all day and you didn't. Plenty of us don't want to deal with that. We're like, look, man, I'm just trying to kick back. I'm, I'm just trying to have fun. Now, on the other side of that token, there are plenty of people that want to snort their G Fuel, put their headband on, and play until their eyes bleed. And they want to PvP all day, every day. They want to do it until they can't fill their fingers. Alright? What I'm talking about is the, the, the divide in player base, I think, is so noticeably measurable that the, they changed their entire business strategy for New World. It was going to be PvP everywhere. You know what I'm saying? It's going to be PvP everywhere. And they were like, yeah, that's not going to work. We, we got to make, we, we got to change this and look at what they've done. They have, as a developer, as a business, decided we need to make significant portions of this game PvE, right? The game's heavily tilted towards large-scale PvP for map control. You keep saying that, but that's indicative of the fact that that's the game that they were building. They were building an always PvP game. Like, as soon as you leave the outpost, that's it. You're fair game. Do you want to know what I would have done when I heard that? Cool. Not playing it. Do you want to know what millions of other people would have concluded when they heard that? Cool. I'm not playing that. But why would I play that? Like, I just started. Cool. Let me get my quest. All right. Off to the bear cave I go. This is going to be great. And then you get to the bear cave and there's eight griefing troll just losers waiting to kill you. Like, that's the recent marketing? Right, because a significant portion of the game retained that identity. They didn't build a game that was going to be purely PvP and jettison that into the stratosphere. That's a significant portion of the DNA. But... You're acting like every trailer that comes out says that. Like, oh, it's a PvP game. I've watched like four different videos that explain the factions and the world and the weapons. And I've watched tons of videos like that don't say anything about the PvP because 
that's not all there is to do. Like, I, I think you guys are acting like because there's 50 versus 50 battles and then taking control of the map is a significant portion of the game that like, well, that's all the game is. It's just a giant game of MMO risk, you know? East Coast Overlord with a $5 tip. I've talked to people who alpha tested. The game was originally a Rust clone. Apparently, you used to be able to build anywhere. Yeah, it was originally going to have like a survival element. Yes, that's why there's so many survival things in the game, like chopping down trees and harvesting rocks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank you for the $5 tip. I said it earlier, New World would not have 700,000 players with only PvP. That's exactly right. You know what I mean? It's an MMO. That means a significant amount of people will be playing dress up and fashion housing stream. Right. You can buy a house. Like you can buy a house. You can, you can become a farmer. They, all those things do not exist because it's a PVP focused game that exists because they want lots of people playing. I'm saying failing to engage with that will negatively impact experiences. Sure it will. Yeah. If I don't know, not necessarily. No. No, actually, that's not correct. There are going to be thousands of people a day that never touch PvP, and they'll be just fine. They're in a faction, they're in a company, and they're on a server where the PvP guys are taking care of business. And if they're doing their job, all is well. Their guys are fully stocked with food, with rations, with healing, with, with iron ore, or whatever the frick. And they don't ever have to touch PvP. They're just helping their buddies out. They're just out there doing their thing and supporting their, their, their buddies, right? Now, when your faction has no map control, that might not come down to you not doing PvP. Your PvP guys could be losing. They could be outmatched. They could be uh, less experienced. I don't know. Like, it, that's that's the dilemma here. It's not like one player in a server is going to be like, well, doggone it, I'm going to pull myself up by my bootstraps and turn this around. No. Like, I said I wasn't going to PvP, but I guess it's time. Like, that's not going to change anything. If you're getting whooped, you're getting whooped. Like, if if the people that invested in wanting to do PvP, if they stink, or they don't know what they're doing, right? Or Johnny Credit Card convinced all of his buddies to level up and spend money in XP boost, which isn't happening right now, you can't buy them, but in a couple of weeks. $5 tip from East Coast Overlord. The guy who alpha and beta tested... Uh, are guessing that we get a new area every three months. Thoughts on that? And I guess then what? That's the that's the battle, right? Everybody's going to be battling for the new area. That was the experience very early on. People were griefing the starting zone back uh, with loot would drop off uh, when you die. They changed the loot dropping and made PvP opt-in. Right, like, they quickly learned... Le- you guys act like I just go off half-cocked and just say dumb stuff and then I just hope I'm right. Like, I've gotten I've gotten pretty good at, like, predicting what player bases will do in their actions and how player bases will respond in their sort of feedback. And I'm telling you right now that you telling me that is not surprising at all. Those displays are fire. Yeah, we got some new ones. I got a, I got a pile next to me. I went with Halo and Hulk today. Um, like the, I, 
I mean, I mean, I mean, pretty good. And the fact that, like, you're telling me, oh yeah, during the alpha and the beta, real early on, people just griefed and you couldn't go anywhere. Man, that's that's so surprising. That's like literally what I said last week would happen if you don't put proper protections in place. Why? Because it's predictable. Like game game behavior is predict. It's so predictable. It would be like carving a path in the sand and being like, I wonder where the water will go. Like, it, there's no mystery. You're like, well, yeah, it's gonna, it's, it's gonna follow this path. It's gonna follow the path of least resistance. And if gamers have proven every anything over the years, is that they will grief until there's nothing left. They will grief a game into the into the ground, literally into a a um a, a casket. They will grief a game right into its own grave. They don't freaking care. And then they'll just put it down and go play something else. They're not invested. They don't they don't they don't care. They're just like they're doing it for a laugh. You have to understand, there's a real dilemma when your game can be enjoyed by people that don't enjoy your game. Does that make sense? You're in big trouble if people can enjoy your game who do not enjoy your game. They're just in there for the griefing. They don't like your game. They're not trying to become an amazing pirate or a high-level player in the division. They think griefing is fun. They don't think your game is fun. Why do you think they don't care that it's destructive to the user base? They don't care that it's a degenerate way to play. They enjoy griefing. When that happens, that's acid on your game. Those people, have you ever seen another Nature Channel reference? There was these there's these ants. They just come combing through, they migrate through these villages in these towns and they just pick up everything, trash, food, anything, right? They basically clean your floor for you, right? You just get out of their way, right? That's what this looks like. It's just like it's just insect level behaviors. Like everybody just starts doing it, and they just comb over the game, and then there's nothing left on the other side. Like you if you create that environment as a developer, you better be ready for there to be massive player exodus, and in 30 days you're gonna be like, where'd everybody go? <laughs> where'd the players go? The, your, your griefers ran them off. <laughs> Your griefers ran him off. Do we need to bring back the Lonostradamus bit? Yeah, yeah. Some folks' end game is to get folks to rage quit. The game has pretty great balance now, I think, and it will evolve from here. My concern is how long it took them to make the changes they have, how long will it take them to make new content? At its core, I think they have really, really good foundation. The question I've always had about any game is elasticity. Where's the elasticity? Is there scalability with this game? What are you going to do in 12 months? What are you going to do? Is is my harvesting going to be level 200? Is, you know, am I... If I've maxed out all of my weapon proficiencies, then what are you going to do? What am I chasing? What am I doing? What am I grinding? What am I earning? You know? Where's the scalability? Where's the elasticity? You know? 
If I've maxed out everything, if I've maxed out my harvesting, my cooking, my smithing, if my spear is just as strong as my axe, you know, and my axe, then, you know, how do you scale that? How do you, how do you create elasticity? I'm here to find out, right? I'm, I'm enjoying the game. I outlined this morning, the good, the bad, and the unknown. And for me, that's the unknown. That's the unknown. What's your endgame content loop like? Is it just a bunch of people overtaking the map and, be, and, and being PvP-focused and PvP-oriented? I'm going to tell you right now, that ain't going to last. It's not going to last. It isn't. The thrill is gone. We'll be playing on the radio in about 37 days, if that's all there is. The thrill is gone. Even the PvP players will get bored. They'll be like, well, yeah, we took over, you know? We, the map is ours. You know, they they have to think this through. Griefers hunt PVEers and in turn get hunted by people who hunt griefers. It's part of gaming society. PVE is just the bottom rung of the ladder. Well, that I don't agree with that. That's not. You don't need to. You don't know that someone's PVE. Griefing is griefing. So if you flag for PVP in this game, no one knows that you're primarily a PVE player. They just know that you came out and they're going to watch you and they're going to follow you and if you suddenly are PvP, like, boom, they just they just mob you, right? It has dungeons and builds. No, 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 no. I understand that. It has dungeons and builds, Scratch. I said, what do you do in six months? What do you do? What am I? What's my sense of progress? What's my sense of grind? If every weapon specialization has been maxed out, if, if every... If every uh, if every thing has been has been you know filled out, what what's the progress? If you're flagged for PvP, you're not being griefed. You missed the part where I said they waited at the entrance and followed you. That's griefing. That's what that is. You're not randomly finding me out in the world and deciding to fight me. You're following me, so I can't even do anything. It's like. You know that that's griefing. Like that that's that's one of the challenges they're going to face with the flagging for PvP system is it has weak points. Every system has weak points, and just like the Velociraptors in Jurassic Park, they're going to test the fence until they find a weak point, and they're going to be like, "Yeah, this is it. You just sit here and you watch, and when someone walks, just start a timer, and in 30 seconds you'll know. And if they're if they're they're flagged for PvP. People will be like, "Woo!" Like piranhas in the water. Just boom, boom, boom. You're dead. That's griefing. That's not how the game's designed. Like that's not the and and that's why you can't have a, just a, just an open world, always PvP world. Why? Because that's all people would do. That's all people were doing in the early tests. Disagree. We'll never see eye to eye on that. So your position is that if I flag for PvP and leave a town, you think it is a legitimate way to play the game to sit and camp outside the entrance to the village and follow anybody that leaves and mop them as soon as they're flagged for PvP. You think that's a legitimate way to play the game. That's not going to have depreciating returns of player engagement. That's not going to hurt player, you know, satisfaction. That's a completely legitimate way to play the game. It's not like a PvP game where you start on your side of the map and I start on my side of the map 
and you outshoot me, outgun me, outmaneuver me, you're you are basically making it hard for me to play just a just a basic th- like of just a basic mission. Like you think that's a legitimate way to play the game? That's why I say it's a degenerate way to play the game. It's not. That's that's going to be destructive to the game. You know. We've had some questions submitted. Let's take a couple. East Coast Overlord. I've noticed the horizontal hit detection feels better than in the beta, but the vertical hit detection feels worse. What are your observations? I've not done enough testing with that, right? I've not. So I couldn't tell you. I can take a look at it today. There's no rules in engaging in an open world PvP. There's, there's no, there's not some unwritten rule book. Do you want to know what the unwritten rule book is? I'll tell you what the unwritten rule book is. It's a company that made a video game and they want people to play it. That's what the unwritten rules are. And if they don't make efforts to protect the player experience, then you're, you're going to have people quit. They're going to stop playing. Like they're, they have an, an automatic. It's just, it's just an automatic goal as a developer. You want the game to be enjoyed. You want people to play and have a good time. And if other people can work against that and harm the experience of other players, the developers have a vested interest to, to, to address that. Right? Like, if I could grief you in um, ESO, if I could follow you and... Let's just say there was uh, an ice spell. And this ice spell hurts the enemies, but it also slows down uh, players nearby as like an intrinsic punishment. And the developers forgot to set it to only do it to people in your party. And so for the time being, an unintended result is that I can freeze you. Now, somebody would say... That's in the game. If that's what you want to do, there's no rule that says you can't run around and follow people in ESO and slow them down. So leaving town, going on a mission, going to do a dungeon is is just absolute misery. It's it's just hell for them. But you're allowed to do it. I mean, there's no rule that says that you can. I mean, stack up on mana potions and and make this guy want to pull his hair out. Well, the, you as a developer would say that's not promoting an enjoyable experience for the other person this other person is trying to hinder and and harm and and impede this other person's experience right and if you sit outside like if you sit outside of a of a of a town and make it to where anybody's sense of progress movement or or anything is impeded then that's that's degenerate that's damaging to the player experience that's not within the realm of the game of that game okay ask the dark zone if it's good business practice eugene ask the dark zone i'm not creating a rule book like some nun in a school and wagging my finger at people i'm thinking purely from a business perspective ask the dark zone how'd that go how'd that work out just letting people grief. Yeah, it's fine. It's fine. Just just send messages to people and be like, what? There's no rules, bro. What happened? Player complaint, player disengagement, dead. Dead. 
PVEers ruined it. That's hysterical that you think that. You think PVEers ruined griefing in the dark zone. Or, or I'm sorry, ruined the dark zone. That's funny. That's funny. PVEers ruined it. They ruined the dark zone. You're right. You're right. The guys who stacked up on entrances and killed people as soon as they came in, they made the dark zone a great place, but it was those pesky PVEers that ruined the dark zone. Come on. Tarkov literally has built-in griefing? Then play Tarkov. Plenty of games work exceptionally hard at ensuring people can't grief do you want to know why because it's destructive to the player's experience you're acting like people are just going to get griefed all day they're going to leave the town and get griefed and be like that's just the way that it goes yep that's my friday night in a nutshell i just leave town and get followed by weird named people and they kill me as soon as i get 30 seconds out of the town isn't this great there's no rules there's no rules in this game this is great i'm gonna do this for another never i'm not doing that no one's gonna do that see here's the problem this is how we're trying to teach our children how pranks and how jokes are supposed to work okay we've all had that friend that thinks that a prank is just basically ruining someone's day right it's at their expense making their day terrible okay i think most pranks are just just cruelty veiled in joke you're just a cruel person you just like to mess with people right that's what most pranks are it's just cruelty wearing a mask is all it is okay an angry unhappy person wanting other people to suffer even in minor ways all right i don't think it's funny to do something at someone else's expense i don't think it's funny i've never found that kind of content funny now when you play a joke on your friend like you trick them or something and like they get splashed with water like that's different if it's done in a lighthearted way but when you're literally picking on someone or messing with them or it's, it's cruelty wearing a mask i don't think it's very funny and in video games i don't think destroying and harming the experience of other people because you think it's totally fine and totally legitimate to sit and grief an entrance the term griefing exists for a reason because degenerate behavior forms people do something that's destructive to the core element of the game the spirit of the game is destroyed the experience is is harmed and people then leave developers have a vested interest in monitoring this stuff you think developers are just going to sit back and take your attitude that like that's <laughs> fine there's no rules you flagged for pvp so yeah you know you walked around the corner and there was eight guys just waiting because griefing is easy griefing is lazy you know griefing is low-hanging fruit of satisfaction right it's easy to pick it's a it's a ripe fat peach is it okay if they get a tv Yes, that makes it okay, Zubair. <laughs> I think griefing, I think griefing is most commonly enacted by frustrated, low-skill people because griefing requires 
low skill, and it's a form of harming another. You're not doing it because it's fair. You're not doing it because it's competitive or satisfying. You're doing it because you relish in the fact that you just ruined that person's experience. You're not getting anything from it. You don't get any. You, a lot of the times you don't get it. You know, it's not a good turnover of XP. You know that it drives people away from the game. You know that it makes people quit. And you do it anyway. Because I'm, I'm serious. I think griefing is done by folks that have low skill and are probably frustrated. Either by the low skill or uh, or other things. It's a, psych- it's a psychological like misstep. Like, it's like, you enjoy this? You enjoy ruining the experience of other people? Just because you're not installing a cheat? How are you any different than a cheater? How are you any different? You're just, do- you're just doing it within the confines of the game? And that makes it okay? Right? Like, like I, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can do plenty of things that are within the confines of, of the law that would be considered being a jerk. You know what I'm saying? Like... It's totally legal to be incredibly rude and insulting to the cashier at the store. Well, I, I, I think it's fun to make their to make their uh, day go bad. I think it's fun to make their day go bad. Yeah, I like it. Yeah, it brings me satisfaction to see them cry. You would be like, "That's insane! What's the matter with you?" No, I do. When I go out to eat or when I check out at the cashier, dude. Whew, it's not illegal. What are you looking at me for? What? There's nothing wrong with this. I'm just ruining their day. What? What's the problem? They, I know that they were trying to get to the bus, and I know they were trying to do this thing, but I got in their way so they couldn't do it. I thought it was hilarious, right? I thought it was funny. <laughs> People are like, you're insane, bro. Like, what? There's no rule against doing this. What? There's no rule that says you can't sit outside the entrance to the dark zone or sit outside this town and just wait for people to come out. There's no rule. You're absolutely right. There's no rule. Why the frick do you enjoy doing that to people? It's lazy. No skill required. It's psychologically kind of weird. You enjoy doing that? Which, uh, we're griefing someone when they enter a PvP zone and they kill them. No. No. That's not what I said. The game is designed, and they even put in protections for this, so the developers agree with me. They don't want somebody to flag for PvP, and then a bunch of people to be outside being like, Alright, here comes another one. Alright, get ready. And they're just waiting. And then... they come walking out of the town and bam they get killed they're like okay well we know players will do this because it's just a natural course of things so we'll let people flag for pvp but they won't show up as flagged for pvp until you know 30 you know 30 30 seconds later or whatever right and and the challenge there the challenge there is people know that so they know when you come out of that town, as soon as you cross that threshold, they can they can watch you for 30 seconds and be like, all right, here we go. What? What are you looking at us for? We're just following you, bro. What's the problem? What? You nervous? You nervous, buddy? You nervous? 25, 26, 
He's moving. He's running. He's running. And then like they're running, running after you. That's griefing. That's griefing. That's not in the spirit of like PVP in the open world. You're literally impeding people's ability to just like leave town and do something. Like that's griefing. That's that's a degenerate way to play the game. That that's not that's not good for the game. It's not good for the players. It's it's not how the game's designed. They literally don't want you to do it or they wouldn't have put the timer in. Maybe add a timer of it takes someone to become flagged so people camping outside. No, no, no. That's exactly how it works, Eric. That's exactly how it works. But 30 seconds, I mean, you can't... Have you played this game? You can't get very far in 30 seconds. You really, really can't. Griefers suck, but why is the other guy flagging for PvP? There are quests that require it. So... A lot of the uh, a lot of the times I would wager to say people flagging for PvP are doing one of two things. They're looking for a fight because if they if they I think if they do if they, they're looking for a fight. I think there are people that just want to do that. They just want to run around and fight. There's gonna be those folks. But then there's quests that require you to flag for PvP. And if you do certain quests, it opens up the possibility for you then to attack that town or take control of that town, right? The number of people I killed in the DZ as they were extracting gear and called me a griefer was astonishing. Well, here's the thing. Here's the thing, though. that I would never call that griefing. We were having a talk, Eugene, about people literally camping the entrance to the dark zone, and I said, that's griefing. Sitting outside the town... And following people is griefing. If you're just out and about and you see some poor dude that you're like, oh man, he just got done fighting that boar. It's the name, man, he's hurting. And you go over and kill him. That's not griefing. That's just open world PvP. You just caught a guy off guard. You caught a guy trying to extract in the division. That That's just part of the game. You know what I mean? Town griefers get annihilated in MMOs because of the basis of the MMO. I'm not saying that it's happening. I think you might be misunderstanding the entire crux of what I've been saying is that you have to put protections in place because people will do this and it's damaging to the player experience and developers have to keep that from becoming the norm because it will drive players away. There will be people who are in your faction and company who will chase griefers. Sure, sure. There, you would hope that there would be some balance and some equilibrium, Wheezy. I was not debating the abundance of it. I never once said, oh, it's happening everywhere. I was saying, you need to ensure that it's tough to do or not very rewarding or just it's super uncommon. Why? It'll drive people away from the game. If every town you go to has some has some griefing brigade, some brute squad sitting outside the door, where well, you're going to be like... I. I came all this way and I can't flag for PvP. These guys are just going to follow me. I guess I got to spend currency and fast travel somewhere else. You know what I mean? Unless your company's all PvE guys. I mean, probably not. Most people outside the gate of a DZ were PvPing each other because they had nowhere else to go. You just got caught up in a misunderstood what was happening, most likely. No. No. The, the Dark Zone... <laughs> the Dark Zone... <laughs> did not have like incident <laughs> incidental griefing 
Aw shucks, we were in a shootout right here on this narrow entrance and in you walk. No, they would wait for you. Are you kidding me? Come on. This was, this was common practice. We're talking about Division, the game where survival brought the game back to life. And guess what people did? The same thing they did to the Dark Zone. They ruined it for everybody else. They teamed and they cheated. And then everybody stopped playing. The same dumb thing. If you don't protect the game from those degenerates, they will ruin it and everyone will leave. It doesn't even have to be that many. It doesn't. If you sit down and play for a couple hours and you run into that a couple of times, you're done. You're not coming back. You're not going to be like, well, it'll probably be better tomorrow. I just got unlucky. No one's saying that. No one is saying that. I ran into teamers almost all day. All day ran into teamers in 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 uh, in survival or whatever it was called. Um, the player base will ruin the game if you let them. You have to have proper protections in place. You could easily fast travel to another entrance. <laughs> right, like I'm supposed to eat around the fat. Like, well, these morons are griefing, right? Or these guys are teaming. Like, come on. The entire crux of what I'm saying is so beautifully displayed in games like The Division. If you don't have proper design and foresight into the way that gamers will descend and the inmates will start running the asylum, if you want to act like everybody's just going to be good, and, you know, everybody's just going to... No, yeah, we don't need any rules or restrictions. We don't need any protections. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just let us play. Okay, sure. It'll be like Lord of the Flies in 10 minutes. It'll be like, you know what I'm saying? Come on. Like, there's a TV show that I'm watching. Somebody recommended it. Squid Game on Netflix. It's really good. I love stuff like this. Love stuff like this. And um, the, the, the whole premise of the show is that given the right circumstances, you know, people will eat each other. Like, they, you know what I'm saying? If you don't put proper protections in place, it doesn't even have to be a majority. It just has to be enough to create the feeling of, this is garbage. I don't want to mess with this. You know? You could not fast travel to another entrance if you had items you had not extracted yet. Gritter, he was saying, like, if you first went into the dark zone started getting shot you could like leave and fast travel you know that's if you got out if a well-executed grief that wasn't happening <laughs> they were gonna kill you real quick you like the ticker yeah the ticker has our server our faction and the name of our company if you guys are new and haven't clicked the like button yet smash the like button hit subscribe if you want uh we do a talk show in the mornings i am a safer work broadcaster right now what we're doing is i like to do a breakdown i give in my impressions we're having a debate about new world and then we'll play it this afternoon if you like that kind of coverage make sure and hit subscribe and the bell button we cover more than just new world uh so if you like variety gaming and variety gaming coverage um be sure to uh, hit subscribe I remember running into a lot of people just camping their avatar just to get quick loot and run out of the DZ uh, after I got the goods luckily they weren't always successful but still it was a mess <clears throat> what's so controversial about what you're saying they need to mitigate against griefing who can argue the premise because people like to grief and they don't like me saying that it's degenerate and lazy 
there are people that like to grief. They think it's funny. And I, I, I respectfully say it's degenerate and lazy. Like, it's not good for the game. It's not good for other people's experiences. I don't like it. I, I, I don't like... The, to me, I find it peculiar peculiar that people are like, no, I enjoy, I enjoy making other people's experiences a bad one. I think it's fun. You know? Now killing somebody while they're extracting in the dark zone no that's what you were supposed to do there's nothing weird about that that's how they set it up they set it up that way getting in a fight in the open world and new world because you're flagged for pvp and you like fighting that there's nothing weird about that what's weird is putting yourself at the entrance of something so people can't come out and if they do you're gonna nail them for it that to me that's psychologically off in my mind that's kind of you, you, come on man you're on the spectrum you shouldn't be enjoying ruining people's day like that you, you gotta get that checked right that's like a heart murmur you gotta go figure out why it's doing that that's that's to me that's weird you to if, if, if that's you if you hear me saying this and you're getting all riled up if you, if you take enjoyment out of harming the experience of other players I, I'm sorry. You got it. You got to get that checked. That's abnormal. That's not normal human psychology. That's 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 kind of that would be like somebody saying I enjoy making waitresses and 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 cashiers cry. You know, I enjoy pe- making people late to work. What the frick? Yeah, I drive around in traffic all day and impede traffic. It's great. It's not illegal. I stay right in the right speed limit, so it's not illegal. There's no law against it. But boy, oh boy, oh man, I love making people late to work. What the frick is wrong with you? You would you would never be like that. That's hilarious, buddy. Put put your put your GoPro on. I want to see that. The frick? What? 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 No, that's not normal. I was on an EU server earlier today. Then some school kids threw eggs to our windows. Went to clean up the crap and came back, and the game had thrown me from the server. Oh no! I was I was able to stay in servers. They might be making people get booted for inactivity now to make room for others because there were lots of people just standing around. You know, I don't think uh, anyone's saying that griefing is a decent thing to do, are they? I'm telling you right now, no. I don't think we'll ever do a decaf version of the Rageous Roast Mo. We have to order such large quantities. I need something that's going to sell and. Uh, with respect to the decaf drinkers in the room, I don't think decaf is um, is is in demand enough. You know what I mean? I don't think so. So, listen, don't conflate what I'm saying. If you like playing PvP and you like beating people up in a game, there's nothing wrong with that. That's part of the game. You flag for PvP, you go out and roam the countryside, and you whoop on folks. It's totally fine. If you're griefing entrances and hindering progress, or if you're attempting to disrupt the experience of other players and you relish in that, that to me, that's odd. That's odd behavior. That's not PvP. There is a world... Don't insult the PvP players in the audience by conflating the two things. PvP is not synonymous with griefing. Griefing is very intentional and very and very like it's done in a very particular way you know how'd the player numbers get uh i saw five hundred thousand at midnight last night i think it got i think it i think it didn't it peak in the 700s or something people like easy loot 
and you are easy loot getting yanked easy. It's the game's issue 90%. They just need to make it to where you get pushed to the outer edge of the zone. I don't think griefing is going to be that common in New World. You just got to be on guard for it. If you're flagging for PvP, you just have to be on guard for it. Take some folks with you. Team up first. You know, don't do it when you're by yourself. Like, look at the entrance. You know, going off on your own flagged for flagged for PvP, you're, you're probably going to get beat up, you know. Again, the community come together in a game like New World and form a government against griefers, assigning the best players on the outside. Well, that's what Wheezy was saying. He was like, griefing probably won't even take place that often because they're going to get beat up. Like, other players are going to see them doing it and be like, get out of here! And then they're going to, like, come out of the town and be like, oh, you want to rumble? Let's rumble. Like, get a brute squad together and go out go out to the, you know, go out to the entrance, like, smacking a bat in your hand. Be like, alright, boys. You like sitting outside our entrance? Do a couple practice swings. Sounds pretty good. We got some guys coming out here for you. Little practice swing there. Yeah, there's about 30 of us. And then, like, just have everybody come out. (laughs) And the griefers are going to be like, oh, no. (laughs) Just mercilessly chase them and get all of them. I mean, that's how you'd have to handle it. You'd almost have to have, like, a. it it would be like a, a neighborhood watch. Like, hey. We got griefers, and all the PvP guys are like, we got griefers? Okay. And then they all get ready. You know, I'm on the brute squad. Yeah, you are the brute squad. (laughs) I'm on the brute squad. (laughs) You are the brute squad. Don't mess with geared players. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, making an escort service for PvE players would be very lucrative. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what we should do. That's what we should do. We should be like, listen, if you're having trouble flagging for PvP, head to this town. We'll take care of you for a fee. (laughs) Let's get rich. Let's get rich. We require a 10% fee of all of your earnings up front, and we will get you to where you're supposed to go. (sighs) We can make a lot of money doing that. (laughs) Uh, we got some questions that have been submitted if you're new. Hey, let's get 300 likes, guys. Let's get 300 likes. Smash those, uh, smash the like button. If you haven't hit subscribe yet, please do so. We love to see new subs. You got a sub to talk in the chat, so make sure and do that if you, uh, if you haven't. And, uh, let's take a look here at another question. And we haven't quite built Q&A for this scene yet. I didn't, I didn't feel like messing with it. I suppose I could have just copy-paste, copy-paste, copy-paste. I probably should have just done that. Um, oh, but I don't have multiple scenes built. That's why, uh, that's why I wasn't doing it. So we're just going to go here. Uh, is New World ever coming to console like Skyrim? Um, I think that New World will come to console in about a year. Now, currently, they're like, we have no plans. We have no plans. Blah, blah, blah. Sure. They're going to pull a Black Desert online give them a year, they'll get things set up, they'll get a content structure, it's extremely successful, and um, then I think they'll bring it uh, bring it to console. I don't know why he said, like, Skyrim. Didn't Skyrim launch everywhere when it first came out? Uh, East Coast Overlord, with a $5 tip, says, uh, as someone who has camped, I normally, it normally happens around PvP quest locations to prevent invasions. If you do it outside towns, you're just being a jerk. Well, we didn't even talk about this. We didn't even talk about this, okay? Oh, he meant ESO, right. 
let's talk about this. The game already has an inherent problem, and that problem is quest locations. Quest locations are a freaking disaster. You go to a quest location, it's like, kill this guy, and you're like, yeah, let's go kill this guy, and you're like, there's 80 people in a cave! What's going on here? Like, how am I gonna even get to him? And everybody's standing around waiting for this moron to respawn, okay? So, okay, so. Given that reality, they're gonna have to figure this out because the same thing's gonna happen with PvP missions. If you flag for PvP and they're like, go to this cave and kill this pesky varmint and you're like okay and then you get to that cave guess who's gonna be there a bunch of other players that are flagged for pvp the frick am i gonna i don't want to do that i don't want to do i don't just have to kill the pesky varmint there's like eight people here we have our own miniature game of King of the Hill, and everyone's shoo, 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 fighting, 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 fighting. And like one person gets to complete the mission, you know, and then he can't get out because every time he tries to leave, some other dummy runs in the door. Like, is this the place with the? Uh oh! Like, you know what I'm saying? Some people want to have fun PvPing. Can you blame them? No, no, PvPing is fine. There's a difference between PvPing and griefing. They're very different. Okay, and you could grief a quest location. You could be like, well, I'm going to flag for PvP, and I know that this cave has a bear in it that everybody has to come and kill. I'm going to wait inside, right? That That's, to me, that's not a hop, skip, and a jump any different than waiting outside the town door. You know? You're, you're just, you're literally... Just going to the location and waiting. Is that what they intend people to do? Like, go grab the quests that flag for PvP. Find the areas you're supposed to go, and then get all your buddies. Is is that what, is that what PvP is supposed to look like? A bunch of people hiding in a cave, waiting for, 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 for dummies to come running in? You see what I'm saying? Like, to me... The 50 versus 50 battles, that's in the spirit of PvP. You're ready, you prepare, you fight. What is victorious? People griefing a cave that they know folks are going to come into because they flag for PvP and have to go kill this bear. I I just don't know. I'm like, what? Is, is that how this is supposed to go? You know what I mean? PlayStation Studios has acquired Manchester-based Fabric Games. What are they known for? What do they make? If you get in there and kill the animal, don't give him attention if he's a jerk. What do you mean don't give him attention? They'll just attack you. PvP quests are often ran with groups in order to not get killed by campers or roamers. Right, right. But East Coast Overlord, you could have a group of people just waiting in that that, uh, cave. You know what I mean? Yes, you have to do that because if they complete the quest, they could take you to war. So you have a vested... See, this is interesting to think about from a game flow perspective. Think about this then. You have to grief those locations because if you don't, people will complete those missions and then they can declare war. 
I don't know, man. Don't you feel like that's going to get kind of old? Right? Don't you think that's going to get kind of old? Like, yeah, the only way we can take these guys out is we got to do these PvP quests. And when you flag for these PvP quests, it just expect to get the frick griefed out of you. Everybody's going to be there waiting for us to get there. Gee, Christmas. So what you're going to have to do is create your own little brute squad and be like, all right, here we go. And this is fine, by the way. I don't. I don't think PvP flagging for PvP is not is definitely not intended for uh, the faint of heart, and it's not intended for solo players. So, what you're going to have to do is you're going to have to get your brute squad and be like, "We got to go get this bear," and <laughs> expect resistance. <laughs> Ex- expect resistance. There's going to be people there waiting for us. Like Eugene's like, that sounds awesome. Some people might think that sounds pretty dope. Well, let's go. Let's get to work here. You know. Excuse me. No, but you'd have um, you would know to expect in the yeah exactly you know to expect it. So you have two main options. If you're putting pressure on a territory, you're doing both, right? So that company has done the Persistence, Filthy Lucre, and Lost Bear. I don't know. I'm not even familiar with those games. It must be an indie studio. Um. No shade, I just have never heard of those games. Can we not get 300 likes? Come on, man, 12 more? Don't make me, don't make me beg for likes. We don't have any coffee orders yet either, or do we? Let me check. Have you guys ordered any coffee? Oh, we do! We got one. We got one. I think it's kind of fishy. I think I recognize the, the first and last name. It is! Kind of fishy ordered two bags of dark roast. My man, good to see you, fishy. Guys, we need three coffee orders a day. Use that coffee command. Let me show it to you. I haven't shown it to you in a while. You guys like to see. You guys like to see, right? This is like OnlyFans. You know, you got to pay to see. Uh, we got the dark roast. We got the light roast. It's the same flavor. It's just one's light, one's dark. Uh, it is a honey undertone coffee with a good finish. And balanced acidity is the key. That's why it's so popular. People in chat will tell you. Makes a great cold brew, ice brew, hot brew. Do you like creamer? Do you like half and half? Do you like to drink it black? It's super, super drinkable any way you take it. Uh, be somewhat harder to sell an account because if someone's Steam, it's someone's Steam, which is sketchy. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's going to be hard to just to just buy accounts because it's it's linked to their Steam. So you're not buying a New World account, you're, you're buying a freaking Steam account, and that's against TOS. So that would be, you're taking a big risk if you do that. You're breaking Steam's TOS, you're, that guy's breaking Steam's TOS, you don't, you don't want to do that. Um, you don't, you don't want to, uh, you don't want to do that. Somebody, somebody DM'd me on Twitter asking where my shirts come from. They come from 80s tees. Um, <clears throat> I got you. I forgot to order the other day. My man. Uh, I think there's a high possibility we're getting New World on consoles. Just look at how successful the game is. I don't think it'll come to console anytime soon, though. I think it'll take time. I think it'll take time. Because they've just they've got a lot of work to do. They've got a lot of work to do. Launching a game is one thing. Okay? Maintaining the game, patching it, updating it, supporting it, potentially expanding it that is uh that is something entirely different you know yeah vandalay say vandalay 
falls down. <laughs> and you want to be my architect. <laughs> uh, they need to add controller support first. Well, just work with Ginger Prime. He already put the, gu- the guide together. Just work with him, you know? Just work with him. Uh, let's look at a couple other questions here. Uh, is there level restriction for engaging others in PvP, such as level 20s can't attack someone that is X numbers level below them? No. No. Nothing like that. Nope. You, 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 as soon as you join a faction, which I think I joined a faction, I don't know, level 5, 6, or 7, somewhere in there. Um, uh, you can join a faction and immediately you can flag for PvP as soon as you grab those things. Yo, my man Chris getting a bag of light roast. Thank you, Chris. What happens in two to three months is key. Oh, that, that's, that's why I, I ended today's video, Wheezy, by saying there's good, there's bad, and there's unknown. What's endgame longevity look like? What's the content plan? Do they have a content plan? I'm not being hard on PvP players when I say what I said. I think if all you've got is PvP and taking over the map, that ain't gonna last. You're gonna get to like the 37th day and folks are gonna be like, okay, <laughs> let's do another battle, I guess. I don't know. There's, or, or maybe there's nobody less to challenge you. Maybe you're bored. Maybe you don't care. Like, what's the point at that, at that, at that point, right? Now they start adding territories they start adding territories and and then you fight for those or you know I don't know maybe a new season I, launch numbers oh launch numbers are super impressive but that doesn't matter if the game's if the game's dead in the water in 36 days you know you know getting those drops yeah yeah freaking drops had my headphones on did you tell everybody to press the video button press the video button what People are saying the game is super successful, but the question is, does it have longevity and staying power? You're not going to like what I'm about to say, Wheeze, because I know how you're wired. This game's staying power, I believe this, is dependent upon the mid lanes. That's what I think. I think the hardcore MMO guys, I think they're the most likely to fall off and, 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 and I don't know. Maybe be bored, or... I, I don't know if it's built for it, right? I don't know if it's built for those guys. I don't know if it's built for the hardcore MMOs. I, I think this game's bread and butter is uh, is the mid lane. I'm not talking super casual players. No, 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 no. Super casual players aren't going to hang with this game. They're not. They're going to realize they got to chop down 50 trees... And they're going to be like, I'm good. I'm out. And they're going to walk. Okay. But this game appeals to people that play survival games. This game appeals to people that play games like, you know, Valheim and Minecraft, you know, chopping trees down, harvesting rocks, leveling your character, getting more stuff. And those people are more mid lane. They're, they're not casuals, but they're more casual in the way that they play. Right. They're not a casual player, but they're more casual than like the hardcores. I think those players I think that's your bread and butter. I think that's how this game survives. And I'm going to tell you why. I do not think in the absence of a subscription fee they can feed the Little Shop of Horrors monster traditional MMO fans 
I don't think they can feed them. If you don't have a subscription fee, I don't, I don't think they can do it. They can't make enough. They can't build enough. There's not enough substance. The grind's not slow enough. There's not enough depth or breadth for those people. I don't think they can do it without a subscription fee. So, what are you left with? Well, the casuals are going to walk away. They're not going to like it. They're, 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 they're going to spend a couple hours and be like, this is, it takes too long to do anything. And then they're going to walk away. Everybody in the middle, everybody in the middle is your is your bread and butter. It is. Now, obviously, my prediction, if, if I'm right, I think could be huge for us because that's the kind of player that I appeal to. That's the kind of dialogue and kind of um, doesn't have a sub. No, it doesn't have a sub. There's no subscription fee. You just buy the game. What if they do seasons like this other game? Maybe seasons would have to have some kind of a resetting element though because you're going to get super, super high level and then what are you chasing? I mean, cosmetics, I guess. Excuse me. I don't think cosmetics are enough, though. I don't think they're enough. I think if this game is going to survive and thrive, they have to appeal to the folks that are more in the middle. And I think there's PvP players in the middle. I do. I think there's PvP players in the middle. I think they, uh... I think they'll play, you know? All out, what were the Outriders launch numbers like? Yo, it's good, Fet. You know what you could sub to instead of New World? SNTR Gaming. That's right, you could become a paying member here and get in our Discord and join our faction and join our community and join our company. You know what I mean? As much as people like the game, Amazon will just drop the bag. They don't need a sub-based income to keep content coming. Um, have they talked about large-scale raids? No, I don't think so. I think if there's no PvE endgame, a lot of players will fall off. They'll get their money's worth and bounce. Maybe come back for seasonal updates. Right. The Book of Boba Fett and all new original series starts streaming on December the 29th. Really? Wow, they must have immediately jumped into production. The Book of Boba Fett hits Disney Plus on the 29th of December. As in three months good time to have a Disney Plus subscription you can watch What If, you can watch Star Wars Visions and then Book of Boba Fett in December are you currently in queue? no, we should probably get in queue and what, and in, in like let me finish these questions I'm waiting for Lono's New World YouTube guides, loved yesterday's tip buy iron tools so you can salvage them and make them yourself um, that's that's right, that's right you got to do that. If you want to if you want to get iron tools, that's the fastest way. Is you buy them and then you break them down for the iron to make them yourself. That's right. One of the devs mentioned a holiday event, so I think they have plans for more content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Does it look like New World is going NF to have a decent life or on the fence? I wasn't looking forward um Oh, you were looking forward to these impre- first impressions. I had first impressions hit uh, the updates channel. I don't know when we uploaded that. Um, Creature uploaded that this morning. Um, It's doing okay. It's not featured, though. Servers announces is the featured video still. 
um, uh, creature. And, uh, and then I opened up today's stream with my own first impressions. So I went, I went, uh, I went with the good, the bad and the unknown. Um, there is, there's good. There's a lot of good. There's some bad and there's a lot of things that we don't know about. Uh, let's see here. Um, another question from Mike Faz. Do you think that not showing that a player is flagged for PvP until there is damage dealt or taken could be a potential fix? This would allow for you to try being stealth for high risk reward. Well, the challenge with what you've just outlined is you would now let people basically... I, I don't like that either because then you could basically be like, yeah, I'm going to go do these missions flagged for PvP, but you're not flagged for PvP. There's no risk. Well, you, as long as you don't damage other players, you're never going to show up. I don't know. I don't know. There, there could be... There could be something to be said for if you flag for PvP once you're out in the world you are now able to flag let's call it that you're now able to flag and you're just running around you're fine you're just doing your quests you're doing your quests and uh then you you get within proximity of players and anytime you're within proximity of players it's like do you want to flag for pvp and you're like no and then it puts it on a cooldown and it's like all right you can't flag for pvp for two minutes then you know, you're able to flag for PvP, but you just said no. So you can't for a few minutes. So you can't, like, surprise people. Like, surprise, mother... And, like, you just come up behind them and stab them. You can't do that, right? Um, so that might be sort of a a, a, a protection against, like, look, I'm, I'm gonna, I want to be able to flag for PvP, but I don't want to be flagged the entire time. I think the dilemma with this is, is people would complain. They'd be like, well, no one's ever flagged for PvP then. They just make themselves able to flag for PvP. Now, once you got close enough to the quest, it would tell you, you are within proximity of your destination for the quest. You now need to flag for PvP. But people would do the same thing. They would just farm, they would just farm that area, and then you'd never, you'd never be able to you'd never be able to get to it. Like as soon as as soon as you got there, they'd be like, "Yeah, you you uh, you got a flag for PVP." And then as soon as you got there, you'd flag and you'd get attacked. They'd be like, "Yep, here comes another one," you know. So, I I I don't think there's like a solution. You just have to kind of you just kind of have to deal with it. You gotta like beef up, take your boys with you, take your take the boys and girls out, and just try to you know try to have a brute squad. You know, what other titles have been released in the modern gaming era only on PC and found any lasting success? A ton, a ton. Um, Valorant would be an example right now. Uh, Wheezy would be better about player numbers. I think they they. I think they peaked at 15 million and more, maybe. Now, they were looking to expand, but they'd be just fine if they stayed on PC. They'd, they'd be just fine. Um, what uh, there, There's a lot of games that have launched recently that, uh, that do just fine on PC. There was a little indie title called Death's Door 
that launched on PC. 100,000 uh, sales in the first week. The PC gaming industry is absolutely exploding at a rate that is dwarfing the consoles. Um, there's a game called Counter-Strike. Well, he said launched in the modern gaming, gaming era. Not saying there aren't any, just wondering. No, yeah, there are actually plenty. PC has become like... Uh, yeah, Valheim. That's right. Valheim is another one. The one we were playing the other night, me and Hilly. Um, the PC industry is stupidly large. Most of the sim games that are massively popular and have done very, very well, they launch on PC only because they need the mouse and keyboard. They don't work well with the controller. Um, and they do very, very well on PC. Um, P- PC in the next five years will be the largest gaming platform in existence, I think. Um, it's growing at a rate, especially in the Asian market, which when that market grabs onto something, boy, hold on to your hat. Um, one of the only reasons it's, it's, it's not growing any faster is because of the semiconductor shortages. Uh, but yeah, the, the, P, the PC industry is, uh, you know what I mean? Horizon Forbidden West developer is hiring for an MMO? Really? Huh. Lots of military sims are PC only? Yeah. Yeah, I see I see that. I see that. Horizon Forbidden West developer is hiring for an MMO. Um, could it be another game? Or will Horizon Forbidden West get a large-scale multiplayer mode? I mean, here, here's what I, I told you. I told you, not you specifically, Eugene, Remember when I made my video recently and I said, is live service the new norm? And we looked at AC Odyssey, AC Valhalla, and the planned and the announced AC Infinity, okay? Open world, live service Assassin's Creed, right? And I started to see parallels in what they're doing in Ghost of Tsushima. It would not surprise me if Gorilla looked at that and said, um, you got, we could do this. We could do this. We we have the we have the foundation to do this. They did it in Valhalla. They're getting ready to do it on a grander scale with Assassin's Creed Infinity and and Ghost of Tsushima. I don't know. I don't know. Ghost of Tsushima could be could be doing they could be doing something similar. They could be. And uh, you got all the parts. You know, you got all the parts. You're a real big title. You know really well known it's possible you know it is uh it's possible that would be crazy i mean they have the rpg groundwork already laid don't they you know what i mean they have it already laid it, it you've got all of the all of the pieces potentially needed uh reuse settings will take out part two uh, and we'll take out that, and then I just need my thumb. Let's get this thumb. I got a really good thumb for today's gameplay. Uh, change. Uh, and then take out the part one. There we go. Okay. 
I'm curious what's gonna I'm I'm genuinely curious what this is gonna look like for us like long term when we play, you know, multiple days. What's it gonna look like? You what's the you the YouTube audience is is is, is gonna be I think is gonna struggle a little bit because we don't have drops. So that is uh that's gonna hurt us, I think. But I'm interested because I think the YouTube audience is a little bit more uh a little bit more mature. You know? There we go. Uh huh. Looking good. Rageous Rose tweet. Thanks, Gritter. I really hope this can become a game you can play for a good while. I uh, hope people tune in. I mean, the numbers were. I think the numbers were more consistent yesterday than I expected them to be. They weren't super high but they were consistent and um, usually usually in my experience uh, when a new game like that launches I get so far in and then it just we just immediately dwindle you know that didn't seem to happen yesterday so Dala says did you like the game do you see yourself playing it long term what do the devs need to work on Redirect hurt us yesterday too. Yeah, redirect didn't work. I don't really know why. Um, I can't figure out why some days it works really well and other days it doesn't. We lost quite a few people on the redirect, and I'm not sure why. Um, so, I don't know. The problem is, after they allow more than 2,000 players at a time on a single server, the performance of the server degrades so fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. the problem of it being PC only, I think, is going to hurt us a little bit. A lot of this audience is console, you know, and people are going to be like, I can't even play, you know, we can't join up, can't enjoy ourselves. Um, Sounds like the kind of comments uh, we got when we were covering this seem to have put a lot of thought in your analysis. I like your logical analysis of games. Oh, we're getting good comments on my new world first impressions. I appreciate that. I do. I, um, I, uh, I don't know. The bar for entry into quality PC gaming is still pretty high. Cost to outright buy a gaming PC or the know-how to build one. And the goalpost is constantly moving. Oh, for sure. For sure. I mean, there is a simplicity and a beauty to just buying a PS5. There is. And... Depending on your situation, you buy a PS5, you you got you've got the updated God of War, you got updated Ghost of Tsushima, you got updated Horizon Zero Dawn, then Forbidden West is on the horizon. Then you can play Spider-Man, then you can play Miles Morales. Like there is a uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean there's there's a lot. And there's a certain amount of simplicity to that. You just buy it and you're done. You know? I don't know about that. I'm console only. I have to live this game through you. Maybe the only way for console players. I just appreciated the feedback. You know, if if people that aren't familiar with me like my coverage of New World, that's going to feel really good. And we'll obviously take that in stride. We're not going to become a New World channel, but we're going to cover as many aspects of the game as possible. You know what I mean? I venture to say currently new consoles are above the average PC. That's the other thing too, is like a PS5 for the price my gosh you couldn't spend that much money and get a pc that runs as well as it does you know what i mean um it's crazy it's crazy 
It's worse now than ever before because of the yeah, the chip shortage is really making PC gaming even yeah, even more of a of a laborious task to get into. Pricey, pricey laborious task. You know what I mean? Um What some what did somebody say about mobile gaming? I could see cloud computing changing that, but mobile gaming I mean, mobile gaming is the largest gaming market in existence. What do you mean by mobile game by mobile gaming? Are you saying that you don't think mobile gaming is where you could go to play the PC games through the cloud? Is that what you mean? Or are you saying that, like, you wouldn't be able to go and enjoy mobile gaming? Mobile gaming is definitely an acquired taste, but boy, oh boy, is it popular. You know what I mean? That's what I mean. It's huge. Oh, right, right, right. Yeah, the mobile gaming market is uh, arguably the biggest. Nothing really comes close to it. PC is going to try, but it just isn't possible. Mobile's just too easy. It's so easy. Everybody has one, right? It would be like, you know, it's like the, it's like tennis shoes. It's like everybody has ten. Well, not everybody, but man, the majority of the globe. You know what I mean? It's the largest and most profitable. Yeah, yeah. Mobile gaming is for broke kids, but that's not even accurate though. If you look at the Asian market for mobile gaming, it's like mostly it's it's dominated by women 20 and up. It's not broke kids. That's not that's not accurate. You look at you look at any of the any of the Asian markets, and it's like twenty something and up women dominate that market in mobile. One of the reasons when they look at the global market of gaming and they say like women are the majority, it's because it's that's why. Now you just look at America and know men dominate the gaming market in America. But when you consider the globe, we just get completely blown out of the water as soon as you leave the West. I literally live in a land of PC rooms. It's nuts, but even so, it doesn't touch mobile. Yeah, yeah. He's in uh, he's in South Korea, you know. And so, we got a guy he that comes in that's from Japan too, and uh, you know, <laughs> broke women in their twenties buying mobile games for their broke kids. Right? <coughs> uh, excuse me. <clears throat> I'm in p- position in Q seven hundred and forty nine. Um, and it hasn't moved, so I'm glad I got in the queue early. We got time. We got, you know, 40 minutes or so. Uh, and a good phone also comes with a phone plan, which subsidizes the cost. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's that, that market. And I, I, this is one of the reasons, this is one of the reasons why a lot of these companies are looking at at cloud-based gaming because they 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 want to basically be in that market. Just made my coffee. There you go. There you go. You don't earn 2.5 uh 2.5 billion dollars in honor of kings from broke kids. Yeah. Uh, where's all that money coming from? You know? Now, I will I would concede that a significant portion of the mobile profitability does come from whales and a lot of those whales are you know maybe kids using mom and dad's credit card but 
I think a lot of your whales, I think a lot of your daily login users are not kids. They're not. They're adults. On their lunch break, on their commute, bored, like at the DMV, wherever. They're just sitting there freaking just plugging away. You know, make making tons of money for, uh, you know, for their, you know. Like, yeah, here we go. So Call of Duty Modern Warfare, 1.9 billion compared to Honor of Kings, 2.5 billion. And then the second place is FIFA, 1 billion compared to the second place mobile game, 2.3 billion. So Honor of Kings, Peacekeeper Week. Now Roblox, I guess, is mobile, but it's also on consoles and PCs, isn't it? Um, League of Legends, Candy Crush, Pokemon Go, Free Fire... All of these games are in the one and a half to two to yeah one and a half to two and a half billion dollars and the top seven for console gaming they, they only the top two cross over into a billion the rest don't you know what I mean the halo display is so good it is isn't it it is very very good I'm excited about the some of the other ones. I say that as a certified hater with great exceptions like Monument Valley. It's hard for me to get uh, to not view mobile games <coughs> as the trash land of Flappy Birds. Well, but the most profitable mobile games aren't, you know, aren't Flappy Birds. You know, like League of Legends and Pokemon Go and even Roblox are are not like they're not they're not they're not Flappy Birds. You know what I mean? I play on I play one mobile game. We have three guilds linked, about two hundred and fifty players, all men, all adults. Right. What do you think of the Avengers Game Pass news? Good for the game or too late? I don't know how to read that. It could be a Hail Mary. Um you know, it could be a Hail Mary. It 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 could be just the natural way of things, you know? Maximize that profit, and then Microsoft's like, hey, we'll cut you a fat check. We like Marvel, and Sony just announced Spider-Man 2 and Wolverine. We'd like to have some Marvel property out on the front, out on the front lawn, out on the signposts. Um, there's a couple of things that could have led to this. I, it's it's probably a lot of everything I just said, you know. Um, it's probably a lot of bit of a hail mary, you know, trying to trying to get more people in the funnel. Um, you know League of Legends is definitely a PC game in these lands yeah it's weird to put League of Legends on a mobile on a mobile list because I, I I don't I'm curious how much of that user base is you know playing on mobile you know um, ah uh, the Avengers news frustrates me I bought the game got bored with it I wish I would have waited now that I yeah I mean early adoption has its potential pitfalls game can suck uh game can hit game pass later game can get better later game can get better and then hit game pass later you know um they aren't exclusively working on perfect dark they're helping crystal dynamics is going to work on perfect dark who takes over development of it yeah I don't know I don't know. They're just assisting like Wheezy's saying, though. So, Man, this queue is not moving. I should have come over here a lot sooner. I think 60 people have gotten out of my way. 
Riot recently released a mobile version of League of Legends. So that, yeah, I don't think that number is fair then. To have League on that list at 1.7 billion, how much of that 1.7 billion was generated before they landed on mobile? I don't know. It's hard to know. League of Legends mobile is mainly to make it bigger in China. Right, as soon as it lands mobile in the Chinese market, it might have generated all that money. It's so hard to know. I just It's just a different culture. Mm-mm-mm. I nominate PC for Microsoft Console of the Year. The <laughs> uh. Q is... I'm mainly waiting before I pick it up. I'm gonna give it a week or two. Yeah, it's kind of a bummer that literally a day later and the queue is still this slow, you know? That's still a big bummer. That you literally have to, like, boot up the game and, like, you just are gonna have to accept that on a busy server, you're talking you're talking 45 minutes or more just to get in. Because I've been now waiting for maybe five minutes and we're not even... We, we started at, like, 750-something and we're just now right at 700. So 50 every five minutes, you know... That's 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 not gonna be that's it's gonna be close. It's gonna be close, you know, if it's if it if it continues to move at that speed. Sometimes it takes way longer than that, you know what I mean? It might stall out at one number and you just freaking sit there, you know. <clears throat> Is it possible to make league even bigger? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh I heard someone say it's their way to have people play for more than two hours so they can't refund it on Steam. I could see that being the reason the servers are so small. I think that that is a sinister and silly way to look at it. No. I wanted to like PUBG Mobile. I tried it a few times. I just can't do it without a controller. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um... I saw a review on Steam last night talking about how Amazon hosts Facebook, Netflix, ETC, but can't free up enough space on servers for their own game. Um, Most players are avoiding AFK kick, so no one is leaving or getting kicked. Right, right, right. Yeah, it's it's moving. It's moving again. It's moving again. Um, I don't think... Listen, I, uh, this is something I think that we we're a little too prone to in the gaming world. We can't we can't sniff out a sinister plot under every rock. You know, we can't. Uh, I don't I don't think so. To be like, oh well, Amazon did this intentionally, so that so that people can't people can't you know refund it or whatever. Um, Dan says you call them tennis shoes all the time because we call them sneakers. I actually, yeah, yeah, I grew up calling them tennis shoes and sneakers, but mostly tennis shoes. There are several st- Steam reviews claiming that the queue was to push people past their refund time limit. Do they have any idea how normal that is, though? You know, about level ten, you can join syndicates. Oh, okay. Why are you covering for them? Are you on the payroll? <laughs> How far up does this conspiracy go? <laughs> like, like th- 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 people are well aware that this is normal. Like, if you buy an MMO, if you buy an online game with other people day one, there's going to be server queues. You know what I mean? Well, you know, they did this on purpose so that we would not be able to refund the game. What? 
they did didn't didn't they do like the, the last beta all you had to do was say you wanted to play and they would send you a code so you could you you could make your mind up before buying this game it's not like it's not like they it's not like they didn't show us anything there's been an alpha and a beta publicly viewable and playable but they but they got one over on you with the queue times come on been in it all but I'm uh, I'm gonna go play world of tanks yeah there are people like that game that game is popular <clears throat> all the other games did it because Amazon paid them that's right that's right this happened in the closed beta people need to relax yeah Hilly, is that your cue or are you just throwing out numbers? He's just throwing out numbers. I'm at 676. It's moving a little bit faster now. But will there be an Omega? There's an Alpha, a Beta. Well, after that, it would be it'd be Delta, wouldn't it? Usually, that's what you do. Alpha, Beta, Delta. Wink once if you're paid off. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, the game's been in beta three times, but the queue times tricked me. The, 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 yeah, the logic is just stupid. They 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 let people play, and it was viewable. There was no embargo. You could see this game in its entirety for, like, months now. You know? I don't know. I was impressed by how quickly they added additional North, uh, North American Eastern servers. Right. Gamma's after beta... Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Epsilon. Ah, oh, it's been a long time. It's been a long time since I've been in, in a Greek class. Alpha, Beta, Gamma, Delta, Epsilon. That's it. I'm, I'm done. I'm tapping out. I'm, I'm done. Joke's on you. I've been playing Cyberpunk. <laughs> uh... That's right. Mm. Could they provide a mechanic to allow you to be flagged for PvP, but opt out of PvP engagement if you choose? But then you would just never have to do it. Yeah, Zeta, Eta, Theta, Iota, Kappa, Lambda, uh, Mu, Mu, Nu, C, Omicron, Pi. There you go. Yeah. Did you learn nothing from Metroid 2? I don't think I played Metroid 2. I'm looking forward to Metroid Dread, that's for sure. Right? I'm looking forward to Metroid Dread. I really am. Somebody said Foxtrot. Yeah, that's a Greek that's a Greek letter of the alphabet. Foxtrot. <laughs> uh, I'm plagued for PvP, but I don't want to PvP. I think the answer might be PvP barriers cross this line and it's on kind of a thing. Well, I mean, listen, I, there's no way to do this. If they want you um if they want you to 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 flag for PvP for a mission, like that's it. Like you can't like get around it. You know what I mean? Like my kids try to do that. They're like, "Well, can I you know, if I'm like, eat the rest of your chicken and they're like, well, but can I eat my peas instead and then have a treat? No, this isn't a negotiation. We're not bartering here. Eat your chicken and then you can have 
your treat, your your Oreos or whatever the treat is that night. No. So you're like, you know, I I, I want to get credit for flagging for PvP, but I want to like not do it. Like you can't do that. It doesn't work. You can't have PvP without griefing. I think you can have PvP without griefing. I think you can, or you can minimize its occurrence. You can minimize it. You can put things in place that make griefing. You can de-incentivize griefing. It could be not worth it. You could put, you know, uh, you know, barriers. You can you can make it hard to grief. You can. But the challenge you're going to run into is as soon as I get to the cave with the bear in it, you know that that cave with the bear is a quest that people have to mark for PvP to go and do, and you just sort of just wait. You know what I mean? And they just wait for you. Yo, what's good, Reaper? I want to play Call of Duty, but I don't want anyone to shoot me. Yeah, like, you can't. You can't. Like, I'm not going to flag for PvP unless I have a Brute Squad with me. Like, I'm just not going to. Why? Because I know what's going to happen. I know what's going to happen. I'm going to flag for PvP. I'm going to get it all the way to that cave to kill that bear. And guess what? There's going to be some homies waiting for me. And I'm going to get angry. Why? Why? I'm not going to subject myself to that. There's no point. But if I roll up in there with a brute squad and we're ready to rock and roll and we're all we're all kind of geared out and specked out, all right, let's go, right? Let's go, let's go in. <clears throat> Watching top dog uh, players hunt griefers on YouTube is funny. Is funny. That'd be a great channel, right? Like 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 griefer hunter. You know what I mean? Like you're just gonna hunt griefers all day grief hunter the pvp faction missions are designed to be concentrated in a region and they're all the same across the faction so they essentially create and foster pvp zones that compete over the quests right like everybody knows i'm just using this as an example throughout the day everybody knows that cave with that bear in it is where everybody's going everybody knows that it's like it's where we're going it's where the fighting will be if we let people go and do it, they're gonna start to they're gonna start to to, to win. But we got to keep them from doing it. We got to keep them from killing that bear. That bear is basically our pet now. We need to we need to block them from doing this, right? Hulk and Master Chief, the ultimate green team. Yeah, Hulk and Halo, I thought was a good combo. I almost went with a different combination. We've uh, we've got some good ones. We've got some good ones. I think some of the, some of my disc plates this week will surprise you. You'll be like, why are you putting that on the wall? Um, but I think it'll be good. I'm at 645 now. Gee, many Christmas. I have no experience with MMOs, so I'm wondering, if a griefer kills you, can they take some of your loot? No, I think you just go back to a respawn point. I don't know what they get from you. You know what I mean? So, if you go to your cave, are you being griefed? Really? No, I don't think you're being griefed if you go to a location where everyone knows PvPers are going to be. That's not the same as, like, keeping people from leaving town. I think griefing a a spawn or an entrance isn't the same as saying, we can't let people kill this bear. If they kill this bear, they'll get credit for their faction PvP quests, and that's bad for us, right? Griefing is when you prevent people from just entering the world or or like or respawning or like griefing a spawn point or or griefing an entrance like they did in the dark zone or like they might do in this game 
it sounds like anybody doing that even their teammates are going to be like you're an idiot that's not helpful we need to go stop people from killing the bear that's more important than you sitting on this stupid entrance right it sounds to me like they've at least set it up to where griefing an entrance is dumb like you're not going to want to do that you know what I mean I think they're going to you're going to be incentivized to stop people from going to the cave and killing the bear and you need to know if you're flagging for PvP and you're going to kill that bear, there's going to be people waiting for you. They're not griefing. They're protecting their territory. There's a giant difference between being like, you're not even allowed to leave town and saying, no, we don't want people to kill this bear. We have a vested interest in protecting this bear. I think there's a world of difference between the two. And I think as long as it hits equilibrium and people are having a sense of empowerment to fight as opposed to the whole server is green, we can't get anything done. You know. Griefing an entrance is dumb, but strategically protecting key quests from other factions is actually pretty cool. Right. I think there's a giant difference between the two, right? I think it's a good way to add a twist to PvP. Right. Make a system where if you kill a player within a certain distance to town within a certain time of them leaving that you accrue a bounty and then players flagged can see the bounty right you de-incentivize people from griefing entrances that's right kind of holding back on buying as I've uh, I've rarely um, ever played MMOs as I don't have any friends to play with is this going to mean I'm going to get bored quickly you can pretty much go solo and have a fine time I played for like 13 hours yesterday and I had a totally fine time What's my Q position? Ah, 623 now. I just made a character for Eden. I didn't like the name of my other server, and it instantly put me at 274. You might be getting precedent then as a new player. I don't know. You just cut in line, because I'm I'm in I'm in the 600s. You somehow are way lower than me in the Q number. I don't know. I don't know. <coughs> that just effectively changes the area where you can PvP. Yeah, wherever, if you just set a barrier, then people will just sit outside that barrier. Well, we can't kill anybody inside of this circle, so we'll just come outside here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just because you got killed close to town doesn't mean you were grieved. He said if you got killed close to town within a certain amount of time of leaving that town. Like, if you get killed within the first minute of leaving town, somebody probably freaking griefed you, right? And if you're killing people within a minute of leaving town... You're going to get a bounty on your head, right? And I think you could even write lore into it. You could be like, you were seen killing players close to town. People have seen your face. There's now a bounty. You're not going to have a bounty place on your head if you kill people out in the wild. But if somebody leaves town and you're hacking them, you're chopping their head off within 56 seconds, well, somebody in town saw you do it. And there's a bounty on your head, right? Doesn't mean you were griefed either. I mean, if you're dying within a minute of leaving town, that that seems like somebody's trying to grief. You know what I mean? If they do it over and over to the same person, sure, maybe. Well, maybe it warns you. Hey, you were seen killing somebody close to town. You do it again, there's going to be a bounty. Maybe it's not even about the same person, Eugene. It's just that if, if you are seen killing people close to town more than once... They were going to be like, listen, that's a pattern. We don't want people doing that. 
you got seen. Somebody in the town saw you the second time and there's now a bounty on your head. So you might do it once and then you'd be like, ah, I'm out of here. I don't want to, I don't want to deal with a bounty. And then you, you know, you kind of leave that area, you know, it's a, it's, it's a, it's about like, Hey, you know, you just killed six people, you know, a hundred yards from town. You knock it off. Quit that. You know, like what Wheezy said earlier, though, the hope would be that if it happened once, people close to town would be like, go get that guy. They're out there griefing. And then you'd send people out to flag for PvP to like to to be the brute squad to not, you know, to, to, to prevent people from uh, so freely doing it. You know what I mean? On average, your syndicate should be trying to control the territory. Yeah, maybe, maybe. I mean, that's the hope. You would hope people are trying, you know. You're going to want to hang around areas of syndicate controls. Right. Speaking from experience, uh, in the first light zone, only new players or unflagged scouts run near the PvP quest areas. Yeah, because it's just free. That opening area, though, is where you can find so many plants for, uh, for leveling your harvesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can make new friends on an MMO. It's strange. People only go into games now needing friends. I feel like back in the 360 days, you could make friends online. I mean, I had people constantly sending me invites to groups and invites to other things. You know what I mean? Like, when we all lined up to kill that captain, people just started sending invites because it made sense. It was like, you know, let's party up. One of us is going to get credit, and then that should give credit to the rest. And then we were standing in the the Zane, Overseer Zane. People started sending invites, you know? Just look for people close to your level and send some invites. Be like, yeah, let's go, let's go do some stuff, man. It's dangerous out there, you know? You might find people that are, you know, flagging for PvP that, uh, you know, are just looking for for some help, you know? And then they'll be able to uh, to assist you. <clears throat> it's dangerous to go alone. That's right. You're going to, on average, not be worrying about griefers because you're going to naturally gravitate to towns and areas you control. Well, but not necessarily, Wheeze. If you're trying to you're trying to turn the tide, you know. If you're trying to turn the tide, this literal Buick door from the purple drops. Oh, wow. That shield is insane. I made a friend just talking in chat. Yeah. Yeah. Griefers aren't going to be too keen hanging out in zones controlled by other syndicates. Uh, they're griefers for a reason. Right. Like gre- like I said, griefers are usually, you know, they're low on skill. You know, that's why they like to grief. They don't want to actually be challenged. <laughs> they don't like to lose. You know, I mean, listen, that's what a really really good predator will do like a lion or a tiger or a cheetah you think they're going for the big alpha male no they're trying to get that they're trying to get the baby trying to get the runt of the litter they're trying to eat you know they're trying to eat yeah we're at 591 it's not bad we're moving we're moving along 587 we're moving along so If you're trying to turn the tide, 
then you're not being greed. Well, I was just saying that you would go to the... You wouldn't stay only at the areas you controlled if you were trying to turn the tide. You have to go to the other towns. Like, if you're... We're purple, and if we're trying to turn the tide against green, we gotta go near the green areas. You know? You're from an opposing faction. Leaving an opposing faction's town flag for PvP on a mission to start a war, and you get killed leaving the town, you're not being grieved. I, I, I feel like you're grinding this axe a little a little too hard, Eugene. I, I don't think they want people being killed as soon as they leave the towns. That's why they added a timer, right? The, the developers themselves don't seem to agree with you here, because if they did, they'd be like, what, you're not being griefed? That's just the way the cookie crumbles. They wouldn't give you a buffer. They're giving you a buffer because they don't that's that's they don't want that to happen. You know? They don't want that to happen. They don't want you just strutting out of a town and getting just immediately just ransacked. They want you to have a chance cuz if not, that's all that would happen. That shirt rocks. Where did you get it? I am always wearing a shirt from 80s tees. If you use the shirt command, it'll take you to the 90s collection over there. They have 90s, 80s, uh, video games, Marvel, Star Wars. They have tons of collections over there. Use code LONO, my code, uh, for 30% off. Big discount, and it does support me. So, I was almost going to turn slow mode on just so they can't get that many. Um, you know what I mean? Get that many. Be right back. Go to check something out. Yeah, that's not a bot. It's 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 a it's a person. I it 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 only helps the channel. I don't. The, every time a new user engages with your content, it it feeds a number that tells YouTube that the video is doing well. I just I don't know. Would the thirty seconds allow you to walk out and spot a large group and return? Well, sure. If you. If you go out and you see like a big group just hanging around, you're probably going to go another way. There's multiple ways to leave these towns, right? You're not just going to go strutting past them like, chip, chip, cheerio, boys. Like maybe you are. Maybe that'll trick them. They'll be like, well, this, there's no way that guy's flagged for PvP. He's walking right past us, you know? Yeah, there's no way. I don't know. I. I get what Eugene is saying. Like, if you're going to an opposing faction's area, grabbing PvP quests, and then going out into the world, expect to be attacked. Yes. Right as soon as I leave the door? Mm, no. You, yeah, come on. You gotta give me... You gotta give me a little bit of time here. You gotta let me... You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta let me get my bearings, you know? Let me... Let me get out of the door. You just walk out of town, get speared in the chest. You're like, well, that was fun. You know, <laughs> guess I'll do that again. Mm-mm-mm. Okay. Let me look here. I need that false hope. Give me three steps. Isn't that a song? Isn't like a country song or something? Give me three steps or whatever. <clears throat> we want these streams to be shorter than three hours. I don't know. We might have to switch over and just let the opening be queue time. I don't know. 
Well, the reason I plan on getting New World is to join a different syndicate and kill Sven over and over again. That's a Skinner song, isn't it? Yeah. It'd be cool if you could only get PvP missions from your own territory to go attack people in neighboring territories. It would cause the battles to occur at borders. Yeah. uh, Yeah, I mean, that could be good, but I think they went with a different approach. Like, in their mind, you're going to go into an area... And be like, oh, let's start working on this area and grab the quest there. Like, it's... I think either approach is fine. You know what I mean? I've had you on mute all morning. Back-to-back Zoom meetings, unfortunately. Still looking good, though. Oh, thank you, Darth. Come join the company so I can kick you over and over again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm. <laughs> What would you think about a retro arcade simulator? I think that whenever it comes to old games, like old arcade games and old Nintendo games, um, excuse me, I, I think people don't remember just how not great most of those games are. They're not great. They're brutal. They're brutal. They're punishing... They're not that fun, you know, especially arcade games, dude. Arcade games were literally designed to drain your quarters. They were not designed to be like beatable and fun and save points, you know, and listen, you know, you know it like right now, you know it, you know it to be true. Like you go back and play those games. They're just not they're not what they you remember them as. You know what I mean? There's not a sub option for this game. No, there's no way to subscribe to uh, to New World. That's right. Um, that's not a that's not an option. It's a buy. You just buy it, single purchase, and then more than likely there'll be ongoing purchases. I'd imagine you know in three months they'll do something. You know. All those uh, games based on movies were hard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Except Battletoads, that was easy. Yeah, yeah. Liar. Uh, when anybody ever does that, like, oh, Battletoads is easy. Oh, I beat Battletoads. I'm like, no, you didn't. Like, you built, you beat the Battletoads racing level, and in your mind as a child, that was beating Battletoads, you know? No, that's Tecmo Super Bowl. What's the music there? I have that Tecmo song in my head now. I might not be a professional griever, but I enjoy other people's tears. Yeah, you should think about why. Why is that? You know, I know you're half joking. Like, I... Listen, I remember playing Call of Duty and I remember pub stomping and I remember thinking like, I remember taking some sense of satisfaction and like, these 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 kids are uninstalling. They're, they're losing it. They're so angry. Right? And I think largely I felt that way because they, it kind of felt like they deserved it. You know? If you ever listened to them talk on the mic, if, if you ever had the displeasure of listening to 13 year olds in a Call of Duty lobby, you know... You, you feel like they kind of deserved it, you know. But we wouldn't grief them. We would just, you know, we would just whoop them. You know, we were, we would just win. 
Battletoads gets easily 10 times harder after the turbo tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. People, we had a big debate about that the other day. Um, and I was just like, anybody, anytime any gamer tells me that they beat Battletoads, I just don't believe them. I'm like, no, you didn't. No. I think there's like seven people in the world that legitimately beat Battletoads, and I don't think you're one of them. You know? There are very few people, I think, that legitimately beat Battletoads. I think so many people's memory is that they beat it. And it's like, you did not. (laughs) You did not beat Battletoads. You think you did. You remember finally getting past a turbo tunnel and that that was your victory. You went to school and told your friends, yeah, you finally did it. You know what I mean? Called me a liar to my phone? Telling you, I would need footage. I would need footage, man. I don't believe I don't I don't believe people that say they uh, they beat it. You know, the tunnel you would dive down and turn into a bell. That was fun. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, Dragon Slayer and Space Ace were amazing video games. Ah, stretching. I'm telling you, man. I- I'm telling you that the. The average video game back then on your Nintendo or in the arcade were it's I'm telling you they are brutal games they're not that great your memory of them is so clouded the games back then are not that great the toads were actually dead the whole time right (laughs) that's pretty good that's pretty good that's pretty good callback (laughs) yeah they were dead the whole time (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I hated that game dude I hated Battletoads why Uh, when you find out at the end they're actually dead the whole time Uh, it's so frustrating like what that's not the premise of that game that wasn't it's not true it's not true the two player part is insanely hard sometimes when things are two player they're harder than when they're one player my wife and I have been playing through on the Playstation 5 they have that Sackboy adventure game there are levels that are actually harder if there's two of you because you keep bumping into each other Rayman Legends had levels like that Donkey Kong some of the newest Donkey Kong Country games get that way you get past like the first area and you get into some of the the, the more middle of the game levels and it's like it's easier to, to play by by yourself, you know? <laughs> uh, the only reason we beat those games is because we didn't have other games we could go play instead. It was keep grinding or clean your room. That's pretty much it. That's right. They went from trying to drain quarters to increasing purchases. That's right. The infamous Turbo Tunnel is easy compared to the rest of the game. Right. Derek, did you ever end up beating it? I feel like you did. I feel like you did. Some of those late levels, like, when someone's like, yeah, I beat Battletoads, I just want to ask them, like, yeah, how, how about the snake levels? How about the snakes? And just watch them admit that they've not beaten it. But they'd be like, snakes? Snake levels? Yeah. The snake levels. What about the snake levels? And be like, what are you talking about? Yep, I knew it. You're a liar. You didn't beat it. You didn't beat Battletoads. I knew it. I knew you were a liar. <laughs> no one's beaten Battletoads. <laughs> Doing boss fights in Code Vein was actually harder with two people because the boss would switch targets mid-animation with no warning. Oh, gosh. 
What about Aladdin and Lion King? No, uh-uh. I got to the second to last boss the last time I gave it a real try. It's just brutal, man. It's just freaking brutal. Just absolutely brutal. I'm telling you, I said that's that's one of the best classic gamers I know, and I've and I, and and I've I've never had people tell me that they beat Battletoads and not like you could tell they were make they were they were just smooth they were making it up. It's like no, you haven't. No, you haven't. Oh, I was trying to get a neck pop and I failed. Well, unfortunately, we've only moved about 200 spots in queue in about 30 minutes so I guess we're just gonna this stream's just gonna end up being longer than I wanted it to be I, I guess I'd rather have this tacked on to the end than have a gameplay stream start off with me in queue we're at 494 right now did anyone ever play Athena uh, I couldn't even figure out where to go in that game hmm even the original Zelda was a nightmare without a copy of Nintendo Power for the walkthrough. Yeah, those those old games, man, they're hard. They're hard. They don't mess around. You know what I mean? They don't mess around. There are definitely dudes who can beat the whole thing without dying or cheating. Yeah, there are there are people that there are very there's, there's so few of them. Trust me, if you could right now hook up, record, and capture yourself consistently beating games like Battletoads, you would be an insanely successful YouTuber. People love that stuff. They love speedruns. They love old classic, really hard games getting beaten. People love it. People love it. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to the New World Q stream. Make sure to smash the like button. Order some coffee while we wait. Yeah, we, we need some more coffee orders. We only got two orders for today. We need that third order. You think the older games had be hard to increase playtime as compared to the length? Yeah, I do. I think a lot of their longevity came out of being absolutely freaking brutal, right? I'm actually curious now. I remember beating it myself, but I have a terrible memory. You would need to describe what the second to the last yeah, what the second to the last boss is or what the snake levels were like. And even then I'd be hesitant. I'd be hesitant to believe to be like you know, I remember beating it, but I have a terrible memory. Yeah, you probably remember beating a level that no one else could get past, and in your mind, you've now created a memory of like, oh no, I beat Battletoads. I'm telling you right now, if you legitimately beat Battletoads, you'd remember. It was, it was, it's one of the most insane games that you can try to beat. I'd have never been able to beat the Water Temple in Ocarina of Time without Nintendo Power. Lono, Lono gatekeeping Battletoad completions. No, I am not. No, I'm not. I'm not. There's a difference between, you know, doubting and being skeptical. You know what I mean? Um, we knew this was going to happen. We have people sending in emails that their GPUs are no longer working after playing New World. All this means is that they didn't play the beta, and we were anticipating those that didn't to have the same issues. You gotta cap those frames, baby. Cap those frames. At, uh... You gotta cap them. Cap them at 60. If you don't, you're gonna be in trouble. Because that... I, I think that was one of the first things they told people to do. Isn't it? I'm not saying that that's what you... We, you I'm not saying that's the only solution, but... Um... 
people are not researching. Well, I think the biggest challenge is, I think the biggest challenge is with, with, with researching it is, who does that? Who searches and says, well, this game fry my, my, my GPU. <laughs> I can beat Contra and Super C without the Contra code. I even beat Double Dragon 3 without cheating once. But Battletoads, nope. That's my point. Like, that's the level of player that he is. You know what I mean? That's the level of players he is. The level of player that he is. And he, he hasn't beaten Battletoads. Come on. Like, come on. You know what I mean? Can't blame the user for that. Nobody's anticipating a game to fry their GPU. I don't think I've ever bought a PC game and been like, Man, I should go research to see if this thing's going to fry my CPU. Like, what? You know what I mean? Or GPU. Like, come on. I better go read some articles. Do I need to do anything? <laughs> If you have one of those cards, I think you'd be more informed. The game isn't doing it. The GPU is faulty. I mean, it does seem weird to have a card that's that expensive and not be informed about some of the pitfalls that it's having. I finally got to the point I could beat the original Contra on a single life. Wow. Now me thinking of buying Battletoads on Steam to try it out. <clears throat> I don't think you can just buy Battletoads. It's an original Nintendo game. Lono, can you get a pizza bagel sponsor asking for a friend with a relapsing addiction? Yeah, there's like a re there's like a new version of Battletoads you can get. Yeah, that's not the one we're talking about. Back in the day, I beat Mega Man 2 without dying. That's when I was a peak gamer. Unfortunately, there was no YouTube then. (laughs) Only my story, right. A lot of those older games are even harder now due to controller issues. Yeah, it's hard to get a good controller that's not going to mess you up and not, like, have a faulty button or something.
Even the NES Mini, just like the original controllers, have issues. Oh, I bet. I swear I was playing Punch-Out on my Switch, and it would, like... It was... There was a weird input latency thing. It was really odd. Even in some of the earlier fights, it's like, this doesn't feel... It didn't... It doesn't feel right. Like, Punch-Out on my Switch just doesn't feel right. I'm like... I, I was never a master at Punch-Out, but I was like, something's off. Something doesn't feel quite right. I don't know if it's because it's wireless. I, I don't know. Bad emulation is the cause. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The punch out lag? I figured that out actually. It's a modern TV issue. Really? So it's not me just dreaming that something's off. Only time I research on a computer product, if I'm buying something from AMD, seen too many issues with the company. Yeah. It seems the secret to playing on Eden is to log in before 9 a.m. Eastern. Yeah, I, I guess I should have booted up way before. I mean, if they're only letting 2,000 people on, right now I need 430-something people to log out. That's a lot of people out of 2,000 that I need to take a break. had that Asmund gold moment thought the seas would part for you I thought 45 minutes would be enough I'm at 424 I thought I thought 45 minutes to an hour would be enough I was incorrect you're also in the slower queue the new player queue seems to move much faster yeah the one guy got in he, he said it he went into my server and he was at like 200 instantly All right, see you, Derek.
What's special about the Eden server? Just a handful of us said we wanted to go there. Just gave a coworker a bag of Rageous Rose. He'll let me know what he thinks. All right, all right, all right, all right. You got to think, are those 400 people, how many are going to play for a few hours or all day, right? My girlfriend and I finally came to the decision. We struggled with this for a while, but we made up our mind. Dark Roast is the goat. <laughs> Saved all my money and I got a PS5. Well, congrats, Feed. Eternal went down to $50 today, so I pulled the trigger. Can't wait to try it out. It's an amazing game. Buckle up, though, boy. Woo, it hurts. to bed if you're logging into an NA server at lunch you're likely playing all day well the hope would be there's a bunch of people that have been playing all night all morning and now they need to go get food and they're gonna log out or at least get kicked for inactivity you know that's what I was hoping is around this time it'll be busy but it'll also be like you know what I mean
How long have I played New World? I played about between 10 and 13 hours yesterday. If Returnal is a 10, how tough is Hellfall? I don't even know what that game is. <clears throat> do you like to play chess as Mithrax? If you do, when do you think is a good time to have kids learn to play chess? Um, I think my daughter is pretty intelligent. Um, she's seven. She'll be eight in, in like two months. She's pretty intelligent for her age. Uh, it's not like a parental bias thing. She's, she's picking, she picks things up very quickly and very easily. And I don't think at seven or even eight chess would click. Now, if you really want them to get into chess, I think around seven or eight, they could slowly start to memorize what the pieces do. She's pretty good at board games. Like she, she remembers a lot of the rules and she's, she's, she's quick. But I think that's one of the biggest challenges is like, until they're like eight and a half, nine, maybe 10, that's when they'll start to remember the pieces and then can start to apply strategy and start to think and start to learn. Unless they're like a phenom, you know, even at even at seven, which I think I think she's above average uh, on on an intelligence spectrum, she would score above average. Um, I still think it would be a, it'd be tough to remember all the pieces. Um, but again, do you want them to play casually or competitively? Competitively, you know, you, they, you probably already should have had them learning the pieces and their names and their movement styles. You know, four or five. Um, Ashton says I'm an admin for a YouTube clan for a game but I didn't play it too much anymore should I step down just feel strange having such a position when I don't really play the game much I mean that's up to you if you're able to still oversee it and you're doing a good job overseeing it that's that matters more sometimes chess club in second grade around seven or eight yeah i mean there you go i mean that you know there you go that age group could play it i think a lot of it's going to have to be if do they want to our biggest frustration with our kids soccer team is there's like two or three kids that don't even want to play it's like you're just taking up a spot on the team then we, we could have had other kids on the team that want to play you know it's like I know they're I know they're only six or seven, but it's like if you don't want to play, then don't play. You know, because they'll be like, "I want to be goalie," and you'd be like, "Well, not everybody can be goalie." And they're like, "Well, I want to be on the bench," and it's like, you just don't want to run around. Like you want to be goalie because you get to stand still, and then if you can't do that, you just want to sit on the bench. Well, they're not going to be any help on the field. Their heart's not in it, right? And so the rest of the team is out there pouring their heart into it and doing their best, and you got that one kid that's just kind of like standing there. 
So if they don't want to play chess, you're wasting your time. Like they're like they gotta they gotta they gotta kind of want to play it, you know. Like introduce it to them, let them play a couple of times, explain the rules, and if they're like, eh, you're probably gonna waste a lot of energy trying to get them to like it. Like, I explained Stratego to my kids one time, and they love playing it. They're 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 not very good, but they love playing it. So you never know. Stratego is pretty involved little game, you know. People, parents who force their kids to play something that doesn't want to be there—it's the worst. It's so frustrating because it's like there, there are there there are like you know ten, eight or ten people on the team. And you're getting rotated in and you don't even want to play. Like, these kids are out here trying and wanting to improve, and you're out there acting like a clown because you 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 wanna make it you wanna make it clear to us that you're unhappy with your position or whatever. I don't know. It's frustrating because it's like I know they're just kids. I know it's they can get tired, it's early, the sun's hot or whatever, but it's like, come on. It looks like the first thing I literally have to do every morning now is just get in. Like, I, I didn't think I had to do that this morning. I just went from 319 to 338, so I'm... I'm I don't know. I'm getting bumped. Yeah, these ones are big. They come in, like, two packs, and they're, like, extra big. I'm coming back to chat to apologize. I called my friend who I played with. We didn't beat Battletoads, but we got pretty far. <laughs> I told you. I told you that I, I'm, I promise you right now, so many people that think that they beat Battletoads didn't do it. No, these are Lotus. Lotus uh, Biscoff cookies. Never got to log into New World before. I got to work this morning. Now I'm thinking of going home on lunch and start the queue. Yeah, definitely. Did I miss the talk? It's right at the beginning of the stream. I launched right into my first impressions of New World if you want to rewind all the way back and watch it. Yeah, there's like a Biscoff spread. My wife puts it in my breakfast shake. It's pretty good. Yo, it's good distorted. You know, what, you know what game is amazing? Galaga. I've never liked bullet hell games, which, and I've never liked rogues, which is funny because that's what Returnal is, and it's like my game of the year. My brother-in-law tried to pressure my son into playing football. I told him no, because he's a big kid, and he'd get stuck on the line, and he'd hate it. Right. 
I tried to get in last night to join the company. I had to give up after a couple of hours. Yeah, we're at 319 right now. I'm interested to hear your opinion on how the game forces you to do 20 or 30 side quests in order to progress the main story. Um... Yeah, there's not a there's not a right answer here, because typically side quests are. I I think unfortunately I think side quests are a lot of the times just totally throwaway filler and they don't matter. A lot of the times, what happens with side quests is if you forget to do them, they they're immediately worthless, right? It forces you in the sense of needing the XP from the side quests. Right. Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. I definitely wish the loot would scale with you. Like, I missed a couple of them, and I'm getting, like, level 8, 9, and, and, like, super low awards, and I'm like, I'm like a level 14. And I'm like, I'm like, are you you kidding me? You know? But at the same time, I don't know. I, th- I, f- I always feel like side quests are, are one of the biggest struggles because what are you going to do? You either you either just don't do them at all and then they're just there as they're optional or you make them somewhat necessary. I think my biggest issue with side quests is they should, they, whatever the reward is should scale to the level that you are. There's no harm in doing that. If I waited a really long time to do this mas- mas- mission, sorry, this quest, this side quest, and it's really easy to do, Okay, then that should give me less XP and less gold, but at least make the armor or the weapon drop at my level. You know, do you know what I'm saying? I don't know. It, it, to me, to me, like I don't, I've never understood why they have to guard against that. Like, what's the problem if some level 18 guy is like, oh, I forgot to do all these side quests, and you do them all, and you get, you just every time you finish one, you get an 18 piece of armor to drop, or an 18 piece of uh, a gun to drop, or whatever. I don't. What, what's the, where's the harm? You're not gonna mess the balance up. They can go grind the game and get the loot to drop at that level. You know what I mean? You can look at the resource location tab to find out where to harvest certain maps. Yeah, that, that, you can do that. And whenever you grab quests, it does tell you what you're going to get. It's like, it has like a box and it's like, you're going to get an armor at this level or you're going to get a weapon at this level or whatever. But I'm like, I don't know, to make the game harder to play? No, that's not why they do it. No, that doesn't make the game harder to play. It just makes the side quest frivolous. Because the, the, the more behind you the side quest is, the less the XP is going to matter. It's going to be way... It, you're going to need so much XP as the game progresses. So when you grab some super old side quest that's supposed to give you level 8 stuff, and you're level 16, you're getting level 8 level, like amounts of XP. That, that's fine. That That's, that's fair, because the requirement and the area of the map that you're going to go to is going to be a joke. So that's totally fine. But don't don't give me loot that's completely irrelevant. At least make the loot at my level. Once you get to a certain level, harvesting uh, the nodes shows up on a compass. It helped me farm iron ore. Oh. 
The high level side quests are also locked behind the lower level side quest for the same NPC. Wait, so if you don't do them, you can't get access to the new ones? Man, we're at 295. We're, I did not realize, I thought for sure second day they would have had this all scaled much better, but that is not the case. We are now, um, we've now been waiting for over an hour and we've only moved, we've moved about 450 spaces in an hour. I had to join one of the newly added servers yesterday. Your server was nigh impossible to get into. I'll join yours later. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-mm-mm. Yeah, somebody came in earlier and asked me what I thought about Marvel Avengers coming to Game Pass. That was uh, that hit the news the news cycle this morning. Um. Okay. And by this evening, the queue will be at five thousand again. Yeah, <clears throat> I think I ran out of quests because I didn't do the faction grind for Syndicate yet. Wait a few more days, players will start quitting, complaining that it's too hard. Why are why are players going to quit saying that it's too hard? Saying what's too hard? When you wanted to join last night, Eden had a queue of 10,000. Gee, many Christmas. All the original servers are super tied up and it will stay that way because of all those characters are locked to that server. Right. Is the Returnal $50 price a sale or a price drop? I don't know. It's. I want to say it's probably just a sale. I don't know if Sony does that. Is the No Man's Sky community planet still in effect? I think so. We've not, we've not gone back to that game we were we we had some momentum. We were playing it. We were covering it, and then they screwed us. They never announce anything. They never promote anything. They don't they don't get the general public to know about anything going on. And then they did with Frontiers, and we played Frontiers, and Frontiers was glitchy and buggy and a freaking nightmare. So we had a terrible experience with that. And then they they launched the expedition like a week later. So I did like a quick little video showing people how it started and nobody watched the video. So I was like, frigate, we're not, I'm not doing No Man's Sky. You know what I mean? I, I'm not, I'm not risking my lifetime to play something that like, if you don't stay on top of your character in your save in No Man's Sky, anytime something new comes out, it's like everything gets so jacked up. Your save file is basically... It's got an infection. It's like you have uncompleted quests. You have uncompleted this. And it's like, dude, I don't have time to play this game like this. Like, <laughs> I should have been able to boot up Frontiers and just jump in and have a good time. But uh, I couldn't. And it was really irritating. So I just walked away, you know. Um, game itself. They'll say the game is too hard. That's what I meant. They do this to almost every game they play. Then they say the quests are too hard. I 
I have no idea what you're basing that off of. Almost almost nobody that has played this game has provided feedback anywhere that I've looked that the quests are too hard. I've not I've not seen that anywhere. They're all very basic. Amazon said they are expanding the servers, but they want to make sure the changes are stable before implementing them. Right. We're at 279 now. <clears throat> Yeah, it's literally kill a wolf and skin it. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. It, it, it's, it sounds like you're making a prediction rooted in nothing other than just like wanting to say something negative. Like there's nothing, there's nothing in community feedback. There's nothing in game design that would lead me to think that people are going to conclude very quickly that the quests are too hard. Like I, I, I have no idea what you're, what you're, what you're driving at. I was having an absolute blast playing yesterday. I will say that. I was never bored for a second, but then again, this type of game is my cup of tea. Yeah. It's hard because you have to find a wolf in the first place. Well, and that's a different problem, though. So the bounties that are like, go kill a wolf next to Greenville, you know? Oh, and you need to kill three. Oh, and you need to skin them. Okay, that's a problem if that area has like one or two wolves and there's like three guys standing around waiting for them to respawn, you know? No, I've not decided what type of character I'm going to roll. I've just been playing. I don't really think like that. I just play and level stuff up and, you know, I don't, I don't get, I don't get that big into like builds and stuff. At least not initially, I don't. If you start learning where to look for the animals you need, it gets easier. Yeah, but but that's that's what I mean though. Sometimes it's like go near here or go to this location. Um, like that. That is when you just like you're like you're at the mercy of. You're just at the mercy of of hoping no one's there, or hoping the spawn rate's good enough. The other thing that happened to me a couple of times is I got there. I killed the turkey or I, I killed the wolf and then there wasn't another one and then we just sat there and waited and waited and waited and waited. Musket's pretty meta. No, I have a musket that I like to use. But again, the issue is if there's only one and there's other people in the area and I have to kill and skin it, you know, you got to get enough damage for the credit for the kill and then you gotta run up to it and skin it before they do. You know what I mean? Uh, mm. A lot of times you can kill them. Pro tip, there's very few quests that have you actually kill them in a specific area. A lot of times you can kill them in any zone. Right, because when we realized that with the turkeys, I was like, I'll just go, I'll just, I'll just hoof it to the next area, and I'll probably see turkeys on my way, and I did. I, like, literally on the way there was running into turkeys. A lot of times you kill them, uh, people steal your kill before you get a chance, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
The quests aren't bad. The spawn rate and number of things you need to kill is bad. Yeah, if you if it's, if it's like get nine or something or or get like ten, you're like what? Some of the areas, the spawn rate's insane because they know everyone's coming there. There was like a quest to kill wolves up on some cave, and they know everybody's coming there to kill them. So the wolves are literally spawning like, I mean, every three seconds. You know what I mean? Every every three seconds, easy. So, uh, report... <laughs> we are at 258. <sighs> I just didn't want to have the game up the whole time we were talking this morning. I felt like it was going to be a big distraction. I guess we've learned our lesson. Every morning, I'm just going to be that guy. Like, I'm just going to take up a spot in the server even if I'm not playing. Because it's more important to me than being polite. You know what I mean? Mm-mm-mm. How important is this server to you? Uh, I mean, we can't move servers yet. I have a level 17 character on it. There's, there's, I, there, there is no starting over, if that's what you're intimating. I, I'm not going to start over. And we don't have the ability to move just yet. And I don't want to move, because we've got... We got a lot of people here already. We've got other content creators that that were that were coming here. We've got members of the community that are coming here. Like we don't we don't have the luxury of like, you know what I mean? I thought you wanted to try to play and talk. Um, I mean, I did that yesterday and it went okay. I wanted to have a, a little bit more of the traditional talk show today. I don't want to completely erode that. I mean, I guess what I could have done is after we were live for an hour, I could have just immediately went and got in. And if I get in, I get in and just start playing, you know, and um, and just keep the conversation going, keep the talk show going. And then once we get around the like, three hours, you know, redirect to a new a new video. Um. And just, you know, treat it like we treated the other game. You know, you can, I can run content and just talk or whatever. Uh, every server progress is individual. That's extremely diluted. Mm, what do you mean? That's like super common in a game like this. You're invested in that server. You're invested in the, the map and the towns and everything else. That's where your character lives. Or open with playing and then talk and then back to play. Yeah, I don't know. It's tough because I got to make a lot of changes if I'm going to play. I got to I gotta pull up the green screen. I got to change the lights. I got to hit the filter. I got to I gotta turn the chroma key on. Like, it's, yeah. Is it? I'm new to that madness. No, yeah, that's very common in MMO. Like, wherever you start, that's where your character is. Whatever server you pick. Because you become invested in that server, you you know the people that are there, the you know the faction that you're in, the the the, the town that you're helping or trying to take over. If you could just bail to another server, that would be awful. That's all people would do. They would just hop servers until they found a server where their faction was was strong. You know. Um, after the queue was over, I ended up getting an error. 
Yeah, they need to have a way to protect against that too. I've seen people saying that. Like, that's a freaking nightmare. Like, waiting for an hour to two hours and you finally get to the front of the line and it pulls an error. Those people should get like an automatic requeue. It should throw you right back into the top 50, you know? Maybe they are doing that. Maybe that's why sometimes my number goes down and then right back up again. Because it's like it tries to get people in, it fails. So it's like, well, you're not at 218, you're actually at 224 because, you know, these people didn't get in. Also known as hit five switches and pull up the green screen. Right, but I don't like doing that. I don't know if you've caught on to this or not. I liked it to I like it to feel professional. I don't like to be like getting up and pulling up a green screen and like going over and turning the lights on and then I got to turn all the lights back there off. I have to use a remote to do that, which means I have to go back to where they are. I can't do it from here. I have to like actually point it at them. And then once I'm done with that, I got to sit down in the chair. You've now seen the green screen, you know, and I've got to turn the chroma key. That kills all of the magic. That kills all of the sense of like it's a show. And I'm up I'm up running around, you know, changing scenes. <laughs> it's like when the people are moving the furniture in the play, right? And they're all wearing the dark clothing so you can't really see them and the lights come on too early and you're like Oh, I know that guy. That's <laughs> that's Jeremy. He's wearing some sweatpants. You know what I mean? Oh, I don't like doing that. There's a green screen. My life is now a lie. Not right now. There's not. No. I use a green screen when I play gameplay. It's the Elgato. I pull it up. It's not up right now. <laughs> I thought MMOs were dead. All those industry insiders were wrong. I don't... I didn't see any industry insiders saying MMOs were dead. I mean, they're certainly in a bad spot right now, a couple of them, but some of them are doing really well. You know what I mean? I'm memeing. Oh, oh. I thought, No, there have been people that have thought that. They think that that's green screen. They don't think that that's real. There are people that think that. That's why I thought maybe you thought that's what I meant. <clears throat> they said MMOs are hard to establish they are hard to establish the player base wants an insane amount of content um, you know they, they're they gonna play an insane amount of time you know, the game's been out for an entire day and I can't get in do you know what I'm saying like that's that's freaking tough that's freaking tough It's cute that they think we're going to we're going to think it's not a real person because they switched to a different language. They're expensive to develop and if they flip you're out horrendously. Yeah, that's right. That's right. He's gone to needing ru- Russian characters. Yeah. We can't even read what it says. <laughs> we we can't even read what it says. Anna. Mm-mm, 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 mm-mm. 
Do you think New World is a good game? Yeah, yeah, I did my first impressions this morning. I said that there's a lot of good things. It's got a lot of promise. And uh, they've... uh, there's, there's bad, there's some things they need to work on, and uh, there's a lot of unknown, you know? I don't know what the ongoing content plan is. I don't know what their, uh, I don't know what their endgame, ongoing endgame is going to look like, you know? We have no idea uh, what the game's going to look like in, you know, 60 days. Uh, no. These are not the hot boys and girls you're looking for. <laughs> the logic is probably to get people to click on it, trying to highlight it so they can translate. But it's a username. You know what I mean? It's a username. Was it overhyped or does it live up to it? I don't really know how you can overhype a game that lets so much of itself be seen. Do you know what I'm saying? It, I, I don't, I don't understand how how it could be overhyped. You, we've, we, everybody got a very clear picture of the game. So saying like, has it been overhyped? It's like, from where I sit, they delivered what they said they were going to deliver. I didn't play anything yesterday and was like, oh come on. This is nothing like the beta. I was I was like, yeah, it's good. I feel like it fell a little bit smoother. Uh, obviously, the queue times are a bummer. There's not a whole lot you can do about it. Uh, everybody wants to play. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's generally the fault of the player being over uh, overhyped, not the game's marketing. It depends on the game. There are plenty of games that overhype themselves, that that showed gameplay and represented the product in a dishonest way. The first Watch Dogs would be an example of this. Uh, Cyberpunk would be an example of this. These are games that launched nowhere close to what was marketed. Like, I think there's a difference between saying something was like, you know, man, this was overhyped. Well, what do you mean? Well, everybody got really excited and said it was going to be the next the next great MMO. And it's like, okay, but did, did they say that? Or did they roll out an alpha and a beta and tons of public viewable gameplay? Um, you know what I mean? I got kicked for eating dinner 31 in queue for starter area. Man, you're still able to really jump in line as a newer player. Holy frick, Hilly. 31. I'm at 198. I was waiting for you to say cyberpunk right like to me yeah even anthem even anthem if anthem would have promoted anthem the way that outriders was promoted i don't think anybody would have said anything i think people would have criticized the story from a bioware perspective but people wouldn't have been as angry at the lack of endgame why because if they would have said this is the game it's not live service it's not ongoing this is what you get end of story People could have criticized the, you know, the inscriptions, the mechanics, or whatever, but they would have been like, oh, there's no real endgame. And they'd be like, we didn't tell you there was going to be an endgame. We told you there'd be a couple of missions to run over and over, some loot, some difficulty spe- you know, spectrum to increase the difficulty, and that's all there is. But because they sold Anthem as like an ongoing live service looter, it, it, it was so clear after two weeks, that's not what they built. You know what I mean? 
So, in my estimation, if you're asking for me to comment, I do not think New World was overhyped. I don't think they marketed it in a way that anybody could claim they've been misled. You could see at, all, practically everything there was to see in the alpha, in the beta, in the in the streams, in the YouTube videos. Like there is there's not a there's not a single part of this game that feels like, yeah, they really misled us on that. Like no, it's 40 bucks and you can play a ridiculous amount of hours and I think easily get your money's worth out of it. Now, in a month, if the ongoing plan isn't working or if the end game cycle isn't appealing and people are walking away, well then you would say commercially successful failed to deliver an ongoing product. You know, I think they can be commercially successful and yet still fail in their aim. They can make a ton of money, ton of gamers, ton of hours, ton of logins in the first month. But if they fail with an ongoing content structure, then who the frick cares? You didn't launch an MMO. You launched a, a really long, weird multiplayer like campaign game. Like what? What was that? You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, we gotta change that in... Uh, oh gosh, that is all outdated in Steam. Yeah, we'll have to... Yeah, we gotta switch that up. That is all wrong. I might be able to do that on the website. Can I do that on the website? Uh, let's see if I can do that on the website. Uh, groups. Sorry, there are no groups to show. What? How do I not have a group? Did I get kicked out of my own group? I didn't leave that group. Yeah, it's a public group. Associated games. Um... Yeah, I'm already in that. I'm already in that. Members. Demins, Soul, and Milky are all in charge of the group. I don't know why I'm not in the group. I might have left the group back when everything happened. I don't know. Join group. Um... Yeah, I can't edit any of the information. I'll have to get one of those guys to appoint me as, like, being in charge of it. Because according to this, it has 590 members. We canceled you from the group. Uh, A game being overhyped has surprisingly little to do with the devs, more to do with people's expectations. Um... I think back then I went dark on Steam and probably left the group because I was just getting it didn't matter where I went I was getting I was getting mercilessly messaged and attacked um there's no way that Milky Demins or Soul did that I don't think so I don't think so neither of those guys had any immediate like out out like they knew what was they knew what was going on ahead of before anybody said anything 
We set those expectations most of the time anyways. Marketing. I mean, marketing sets the expectations. Um, you know. It, but the, but the, the thing is, is that <clears throat> marketing so often is not even done by the developer company. You know what I mean? Um, a lot of the times they hire somebody to do like a really great trailer and you know I don't know marketing and dev blogs yeah dev blogs I think are are becoming more common because the devs want to be like we need to set we need to set appropriate expectations here you know what I mean the only way they fix the queue times is to allow uh, people to move servers once and spread out but that's not going to help people like us that want to be on Eden, you know, together. Who's at the cyberpunk expectations? Right. Right. With, with CD Projekt Red, I, I, I think people were, you know, a lot less likely um, to, to be forgiving. Because they, they had a lot more communication with us you know than just like a couple of trailers that like the marketing department overdid it same with anthem yeah same with anthem you you targeted anthem specifically targeted a lot of us that played another game and we had a whole row at the capture event and we were all there you know and amazingly enough people that claimed i was a horrible scary awful predator had no problem sitting with me and you know yeah, I was so scary. Uh, when being friends with me was convenient and helpful for your career, uh, but we had a whole we had a whole row at the Anthem capture event. They targeted that community. They talked about Endgame. They talked about loot. They talked about all those things. And surprise, surprise! Like I've always said, if you build a loot-based game you don't want to target that community you don't want to they'll consume your game like a piranha eating a piece of bacon gone they did it with division they did it with division 2 they all went back to borderlands and did the same thing to borderlands they just woof you know what I mean super consumed hyper consumed that game and then would only play it if they were paid to you know If, if you target a particular audience and you outline all these things and all this stuff that you want to do and then you don't deliver yeah, you know that's on you that's on the developer you know this aged well This guy addresses player concerns at length, promises the game is here to stay. This age well? Well, I mean, in his defense, I kind of like those guys. I felt really bad for them. They were really nice guys. Um, uh, you know, in their defense, they, they, they did their absolute best to try to make it stay. They really fought blood, sweat, and tears. They tried to claw that game and drag it out of the, in, out of the ditch that it had fallen into. You know? To their credit, to their credit, Anthem really, really did make a go at it. <laughs> they really did. 
it was so unfortunate that like as they were starting to show real promise with UI changes, internal changes, like okay, this is really good. No, we're not. We're done. <laughs> you know what I mean? We're done. It's like ah. Oh. I felt real. If the, the 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 people that you should feel the most bad for in the anthem situation are the devs, are the devs, right? They they poured so much into that game, both before, during, and after, and then it just they just couldn't get it going. You know, it's like when a car is stuck, and you try your hardest to push and to rock and to spin the wheels, and it just just doesn't get there. You know what I mean? That's why they turned to get around the game so fast. Yeah, No Man's Sky is completely different. They were able to implement virtually everything that was considered a quote-unquote lie. Within like six to ten months, all that stuff was added. Within the year of the game's launch, they had completely turned the rudder on that boat. I mean, they turned that rudder fast. If you think of the development world, and you think of video games, and you think of development cycles, what Hello Games pulled off with No Man's Sky during that first year is it is impressive and it's largely because most of that stuff was in production it was like we weren't this stuff is being made we weren't lying to you we didn't whip this up over the weekend because of of an interview with Sean Murray makes me wonder how they pulled it off they always have loot issues they always have these issues they always have content drought the game always thrives because if yeah i mean let me let me do an entire historical breakdown as to why that game is successful and why the community is a ravenous cult following that will do whatever some micro fame community manager says or some micro fame streamer says like there's a reason for that there's a reason for that there is there's a lot there's a lot there to untangle there's a lot to untangle in that in that game and the subreddit and the way that the community behaves the way their public people behave it's uh yeah it's not it's not it's not healthy it's not the game itself is great when you're not involved in any of that but man all that is unhealthy and there's a lot of reasons there's a there's a lot of reasons why that game has hooked people and not let them go and it's more psychological than it is logistical or mechanical it's more psychological than anything you know it is it's very very psychological how they've done what they've done with respect to the loop and everything we've ever complained about talked about wanted to see fixed got fixed got changed got blah blah but yeah yeah it's very psychologically driven it has a lot to do with the the guy with the phd in behavioral brain science that helped him build the first game Yeah, no. We have a console that can invite you, Ben. If Demetrius is around, he can invite you, and then I'll get in and make Sven a console as well, and uh, we'll get a couple people in there, you know, Hilly and some others, people that I trust. Um, I'm at Q127. I'm gonna quickly go use the restroom. I'll be right back, and then we we should be able we 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 really really should be able to get in soon and play and get a good play session in. Just really cross your fingers that we don't run into that the the the, the, the glitch that happens once we're in all right i'll be right back
Okay. We were at 121 when I went upstairs and I came back down and it went from 121 to 120. <laughs> One whole person starts playing. Uh You're going to play YouTuber's Life too. That's right. Uh, Sony threw Hello Games under the bus. Yeah, I mean, essentially, there were a handful of things that happened with No Man's Sky that a lot of people overlook. Um... I don't think they need to be main stage at E3. I I don't think they should have ever been pushed to push out that la- launch date with what had happened with that flood. I don't think that they should have been only able to delay it by like a month or two. Like that clearly wasn't enough time. If if you're gonna make the fans angry, then at least do a delay that's worth it. You know. Um. Give me a spot in the company. I'll be there one day. Yeah, I mean, I don't know if it's going to fill anytime soon, Distorted, just because people can't get in. <laughs> you know what I mean? So, there's uh, there's probably going to be spots for you. Mm-mm. It was a bad situation for everyone involved. Yeah, I mean, it was terrible because this is this is the problem with gamers, right? <laughs> This is the problem with gamers. This is the problem with the public in general is no one knows the timeline. No one knows the timeline. So people will like they'll take something out of order and then act like it's it's condemning. So you know Sean Murray goes on an interview circuit and it's a three-year-old interview or a two-year-old interview and people are trying to throw that interview in his face so you lied and it's like do you so so you think that this man decided he was gonna sit down and he was gonna misrepresent his game like that was his goal you know I'm gonna sit down and misrepresent this game I just don't think so uh I got booted from the server while grabbing food, hit login, and got put 8th in queue. Are you a newer player, Bauer? I think if you're if you're at a certain level of new player, they let you jump in to it. Like, you're in a newer section of the map and stuff. <clears throat> Did they update the expectations after the flood? Well, I, I don't think they went out on like a on like a, a marketing campaign to be like our game's not going to be as good as we promised. I, I don't think they did that. But there were interviews leading up to the launch that were like, if you're looking for multiplayer, that's not really the goal of the game. If you're hoping to see other players, that's not really why you should buy the game. And then the one guy like browbeats him into being like, yeah, you'll there there'll be some multiplayer in the game. And then everyone like takes that and runs with it, like I'm going to explore the universe with my friends, and it's like. That's not really what he said. You know? It's not really what he said. Um, 
we're just now at the four hour mark i feel like we should just go over and wait out the final hour of the the, the final 100 spots of the queue uh in the next stream because this stream we've been trying to keep the talk show at around three hours uh and we just hit four and we liked it we don't like i don't like to do that because the hope is that people will come watch this video later to see my uh first impressions and they're less likely to do that the longer the video gets you know what i mean um which is unfortunate that we we got stuck in this in this limbo today because we had a great great morning we've had a great we've had a really really great you know turnout um um and we've had really good numbers today on uh on just looking at the back end it was good it was good turnout but unfortunately i just didn't think i was gonna have to try that hard to get in we're at we're at position 99 um you know i guess at this point it's six of one half a dozen of the other we need to get in uh we need to get in before i um before i try because if we have that error if we pull that error oh gosh i I guess we'll just be done for the day um there won't be anything else to do (laughs) because we just went from like 101 to 94 so we might be now it just went to 93 we might be getting a little bit of a snowball movement here hopefully um internet historian has a great video on the whole topic with sean and hello games There's some stuff where he's like, it's mostly material farming and walking around. Yeah, now it's at 87. Yeah, we're moving. We're moving now. We're moving now. Um, let me make sure redirect's going to work. Yes, it is. Okay. Let me get the link ready. Uh, let me customize the channel to put the gameplay front and center. There we go. Publish that. Uh, let's do this. Let's do this. Uh, switch to my presents account. Be doing Far Cry when it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I'm kind of surprised you guys ask about certain games. Like if it's a new if it's a new game, I'm playing it. Like the only games I tend to avoid are like like fighting games and sports games. Like if it's a shooter and it's new, it would be weird for me to not play it. Like that would be odd. You know what I mean? Like you can pretty much count on it that yeah, I will be, you know, I will be playing something like Far Cry especially, especially something like Far Cry. Uh uh, what day is this back? Okay, okay. So we're missing a couple of days. Oh, frick. Okay. Mm-mm. Had a feeling you still planned on. Wasn't sure if you changed your plans to do it. Yeah. Generally speaking, it's gonna be weird for me to completely to completely skip over a game. Like that'd be really that'd be it'd be kind of odd for me to just completely uh, skip over a game and like not touch it. Am I misremembering, or did HBJ play the last Far Cry? That's Red Dead, yeah. Hillbilly Jack did not play Far Cry, yeah. That was Red Dead 2, yeah. Have you played Deathloop, thinking of getting it? 
I got it. I think there's a lot of things that are worthy of praise in Deathloop. I don't think that game is a 9 or a 10. Not by a long, not, not by a long shot. I think it's a strong 7, 7 and a half. Uh, you know what I mean? You skipped Outer Wilds DLC at launch yesterday. So I... Outer, Outer Wilds DLC on the day that New World launched. <laughs> Come on. Um, yeah, the Hot Wheels Unleashed game actually looks like it might actually be kind of good. <laughs> it actually doesn't look that bad. We're at 75 in the queue now. We're at 75 in the queue. Um, yeah, I mean, DLCs are tough. No, not Outer Worlds, Outer Wilds. I think Outer Wilds, I don't, how, do, how do they get such similar names? Outer Worlds is the game that's a lot like like Fallout uh, and it's like Mass Effect and Fallout had a baby. I don't. I think Outer Wilds is like a survival game or something. I think. <laughs> so, Hot Wheels? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hmm. Or do I have a background? Do I have it backwards? Is Outer Wilds Francis Forehead in Outer Worlds? Yeah, we played Outer Worlds. I don't think we ever touched Outer Wilds. Come on, Q number 69. Yeah, we're 71. Outer World, surprisingly enough, didn't it like recently come to Switch? Like, really? Outer Worlds is Fallout. Outer Wilds is the long, dark, other survival games. That's right. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're very different. Oh, we skipped right past 69 to 67. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. Um... Mm. Uh, I don't know about that. No 69, not nice. Yeah, I saw a meme and it was the one of like Peter Parker crying and then like smiling through the tears. And like while he was waiting in queue, he was crying. And then when it hit 69, he like smiled through the tears and then went back to crying as soon as it was at like 65. I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, Outer Worlds, uh, Christina, was it was a pretty good little game. It was a pretty good little game. I, I say little game. It wasn't little. It was a pretty good game. Like, I just... That was one of those ones I just didn't have time for, you know? Start the queue all over. We got to hit 69. They really do need to let you get like a like a fast pass requeue if you pull an error. Like, there's got to be a way for them to see that. Because like, if that happens to us, like our my that's that's it. My day is shot if that happens. There's nothing. We won't be able to do anything. We'll be stuck. Like that is literally it. That's my day. Like we just sat here for one. No, we've sat here for two hours now to get through a queue of 700 people. We've sat through two hours for that. And we're still not in. Even if I would have tried to queue... Well, I guess back then it would have been less people. 
No, I don't want streamer privileges. I'll wait in line like everybody else. But if I get up to the front of the line and go to get in and there's some kind of an error that takes place, that's not on me. You got to let me jump back up into at least the top, you know, 20, top 100 something, you know. If you pull a Q error, I demand you do a From Friday to make up for it. Right. I waited seven hours to move 5,000 spots and had 7,000 spots left to go. Jeepers. I played Death Stranding again for another four hours last night. No cutscenes. You were so close. Yeah, but you told me that I was there and then we came back and I wasn't. Like 45 minutes away. It just isn't streamable, Eugene. It just doesn't work. Even if I get past all the cutscenes, I I can't bring Lono to bear on that game. I can't. You know? I can't bring... I can't... He doesn't get to show up to that game. He doesn't get to. It's just that the game just... I don't know. It's so sleepy chill. And I know there's fights. And I know there's bosses. You know? There's just nothing, there's just nothing to, to do with, I can't do anything with it, you know? Mm-mm. Yeah, it looks amazing on the PS5. It's easily one of the best looking PS5 games you can play right now. It is gorgeous. It's up there with Ghost of Tsushima now. I mean, it. Ghost of Tsushima, Returnal, and Ratchet and & Clank, and now Death Stranding Director's Cut are like, they're, they're so, um, they're unbelievable. They outshine lots of, like, like most PC games. <laughs> You know, <clears throat> yeah. Not everything is streamable. That is that is definitely true. Not everything is streamable. I have to be able to do something with it, and I just can't. Like if it's a game like Returnal, it's beautiful, and the gameplay is intense enough to keep people on the edge of their seat. You know. A game like New World, people like to watch the progress, the world, the movement, they, you know, MMOs. Like, they kind of, you know, I don't know. Um, you'd be surprised once you're just doing deliveries and building stuff. I, I'm not saying, I, I, we, I'm not saying that I couldn't enjoy it. I just think that the game is just not a good stream game. I don't know. Like, how can you watch a guy like it's a traversal game like you know what I mean and it's not like a traversal game that's like high rage inducing like Jump King or getting over it it's a traversal game where 70% of what you're watching is a guy doing this like just walking along or riding a bike or whatever but still like there's not I don't know I I think that's the biggest challenge I I don't think the audience I don't think the audience cares I don't think an audience would care now let's just say you're right that there's some mystery position in the game that you get to and then all of a sudden it's really worth streaming it still isn't worth it because I'd have to play the game for the rest of the year to get anywhere (laughs) you know what I mean we watched you fish yeah but that's different number one relevancy is driving people into the stream you know number two there's the element of will he pull it off or not or when's he gonna finally get when people get a sunk cost fallacy of like ah I gotta see him get the roll on the weapon finally drop right you know finally get the fish or finally find the wolf or whatever um I don't know I just 
you're you are expressing a frustration of comparison that I've done for years. It's always frustrated me that like certain games you just can't play. People are just like whoop, they just tune out. The Witcher 3 was one such game. Really big streamers could stream it, they could play it exhaustively, go through every dialogue tree, you know, Co-Carnage is going to eat that game up. He's going to he's going to eat that like a delicious lunch for 2 weeks and people are going to be in there, right? But for the rest of us, if we've not built our our audience around that, nobody's freaking watch me slow burn Witcher 3. Nobody's watching me slow burn Death Stranding. But it's not. And they're like, nah. Like, I'm good, Lono. I'm good. You know? Yo, what's good, old soul? Yeah, people not watching you play a game. You're concerned about whether people will watch you play a game where you can interact with chat. I've been doing this for seven years, all right? When you're right, you're right. Like, we gave Death Stranding a shot. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. I don't get to do what I'm good at. I'm either good at a talk show environment, or I'm good at playing something that's really challenging and people drink my salty tears or enjoy watching me succeed. And then I can play some games and be comedic and be silly or get scared. But if it's a game that requires a lot of attention and I get quiet, that's the end. It's over. It's over. The train jumps off the tracks. My core audience is like, this is boring. And then the general YouTube audience is like, this is boring. You know? You can have conversations while fishing, not while watching a game disguised as a movie. Well, to be fair, Eugene, I've played that game for four hours and we're not out of movieville. That's a little movie-ish, isn't it? I mean, if you add up the length of time that I played in the opening four hours and you compared it to the amount of time I'm sitting there not playing, string all those parts together where I'm not playing and uh, you, you gotta, there's a, mo- there's a movie there. It's almost, it might be the length of a movie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm not doing much. I'm not doing much in the first four hours of the game. <clears throat> Even the mundane stuff in New World chats invested in. Yeah, like, uh, well, they want to see the progress. You know what I mean? I found a future Friday night that's gonna scare Lono. I know, I know. Like once we get into October, start doing scary games on Friday night with Hilly. We're at Q position twenty-seven. 27. I need 27 of you losers to log out. (laughs) The sweet spot for me is watching gameplay while you can still have a conversation with chat. And I could probably get to a place where I do that in Death Stranding. I could. But then what's the point? Why am I playing a really non-relevant game and taking forever to progress and get anywhere and having a conversation with chat? New World makes more sense for that, if I'm honest. You know, it's a relevant game. It's an MMO. We can we can maybe potentially build a little community around this game, you know. And then there's fifty more, like fifty more hours to go. Yeah, I like I can't play a game that's that long. I can't. You know, we're gonna face a significant challenge when we play games like Horizon Forbidden West and God of War and all these other games because like I'm gonna be in a bit of a hurry to beat them. 
because about two weeks, week and a half go by. About a week and a half goes by, and people are gonna be like, "Why are you still playing this game, bro? <laughs> Why are you playing this game, bro?" You ain't got to apologize for it. No, you're you're hearing an internal dialogue that that I struggle with, Wheezy, because there are really great games out there that I just have had to be. You just have to just admit it. Like, can't do it. Can't do it. You know. I, uh, I I I have to put it down. You know, Witcher Three, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, Assassin's Creed Valhalla, Death Stranding, too big, too substantive. You know what I mean? Based on chat, I should start streaming me work. Sure seems like people like watching my job. Uh, plus, it has tons of replayability. Yeah, yeah, you just delivering packages. That's right. It's the comparison to another absolutely mundane game he's playing now. But you're never going to make sense of that, Eugene. You're never going to make sense of that. Because you're looking at it in a purely mechanical way. It's it, There's intangibles. There's intangibles. Do you know what I'm saying? All right, we have to, hang on, we got to get ready for this scene change. crash I am not switching I'm not switching I'm not switching streams until I know we're in not doing it both games are objectively mundane at the same juncture you know what the difference is too Eugene you know the difference is People like watching the mundane of an MMO because they can learn from me and they can take a different route. You can kind of do that in a game like Death Stranding, but learning from me and then taking a different route, I mean, you'd have to really, really have like a keen memory of, oh yeah, that hillside or, oh yeah, he did this. You see what I'm saying? Like it's, it's, I, I just think there's a difference between watching people play something mundane that's multiplayer online like they can go do it too and I know they could do that with with Death Stranding but I just think it's very very different when they're like oh you know that's where that's where to get those that's how to get that that's why I put together that harvesting guide video that's a big thing right New World doesn't stop you with cutscenes over and over that's what I mean like I played Death Stranding for four hours and it just wouldn't quit constant phone calls constant tutorials I'm not gonna lie Lono playing New World while having you stream and talk about it on my screen next to me has been reminiscent of a game we now don't touch here anymore and it's been nice feeling uh, it's a nice feeling to have that back he was right there 
I just don't think there's any room for it, Eugene. Even if we turned it into a weekly segment like we did with From Friday. You know what I mean? <laughs> I don't know. What would we call it? FedEx Friday? I don't know. That wouldn't work because that's a Friday's already taken. <laughs> uh, and what and what Wheezy is really saying, I think, is 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 the is the most true part of it. There's just no audience. I'm not saying there is. Well, then that just... I think that's our answer, then. I don't want him to stream it. I think for Eugene, it's just a fun... I think for him, it's more about a comparison. Is today login simulator? Yeah. Yeah. Today's login simulator. My, my freaking... My heart's pounding like I'm at the last boss in Returnal, dude. My freaking heart. <laughs> if we don't get in, that's it. That's it. The day's over. Like, there's no way I can wait again. I'm a little worried that it's a loading screen and it's black. I'm a little worried. We don't have, like, a background. Oh! Your camp was abandoned. Find a new one. Oh, sweet. Sweet, fancy Moses. Alright, let me give you guys a link. Let me give you a link. Alright, I'm gonna pin that, and we're also gonna do a redirect, okay? Okay. That's where we're headed. Alright? I'll see you guys over there.